HuntStand is the most popular and functional mobile hunting app on the market. With a variety of base maps to choose from, satellite imagery that is updated every month, the ability to check the weather, no property information, and even catalog your trail cam picks, HuntStand even gives you the ability to import pins and location markers from other mobile apps. Visit HuntStand.com or download wherever you download your apps. Enter discount code SN20 at checkout for 20% off. This is the Missouri Woods and Water Podcast with your hosts, Nate, Micah, Andy, and guests. I'm going to do this. So gay. (laughs) You think we'll get shut down? How long can I play this before we get in trouble? I think once they start saying words, then you're screwed. I thought we vetoed this. I thought we did too. We're celebrating. I don't know if this is going to come through either. I don't have the technological advances to be able to uh, Can do it the right way. Can we him off this year? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just playing it through my phone. What's the contract up? When do we redo that? If it wasn't the fact he did everything, <laughs> he'd <laughs> be worthless. <laughs> uh, we do have our two buddies, we Russell, do. Pat, here celebrating with us. That's right. 100 episodes. Somehow. Some way. We're all, 100, 100 in a row. We're all alive. We have not missed one. No. We're still friends. Well, so. We have not missed one. <laughs> <laughs> the show has not the missed one. The show has not missed one. That's all today's going to be. We're just going to celebrate our 100th episode, BS, talk about some stuff. we got some listener questions that we're going to answer. What Throughout the stupid at? ones. Huh? What, what are you looking at? I thought I saw something outside. Coyote? I don't know. Reflection. Uh, I did promise we were going to read everything, so I think I got it all. But if I miss something, sorry. No, you're not. That's how it is. But I think I got them all. You sit on the throne of lies. I did see a dog. It's Mally. That's today's show. Uh, we're just going to get into it today. We're going to probably talk about all of them, but we do have sponsors for today's show specifically. Andy, you want to start off? <laughs> You don't know. You want to see the list? I mean, I thought I said, yeah, you if, we had, if we had the list, that'd be great. Huntworth Gear. No doubt. They're one of our uh, long-staying one of partners. Our original I guess partners. You call it. Yeah. yeah, one of the first. Yep. Awesome company, awesome people. Uh, use the code MWW15 for 15% awesome off. Stuff. Awesome stuff. Awesome definitely. gear. Used it last night. We went out the last evening of the thermal season. We call it thermal season just because we use thermals, but uh stayed nice, toasty, warm because it was pretty cold last night, actually. Yeah, it was. For March. Well, I mean, if you didn't have Huntworth, it was. Yeah, if you had, didn't yeah. have Huntworth. But I mean, we were, Nate's even selling some of his old stuff now. Yeah, he's kind of cleaning out the Trying closet. Trying to. Nobody's buying it. <laughs> well, because it's size midget. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most common size. Have you, tra- is. <laughs> have you tried like any of the, like the youth? <laughs> the, youth, the youth clothing pages. Yeah. A freaking adult large, you jackass. <laughs> uh, so check them out. Love those guys. Alps Outdoors. 
Um, actually, they are our very first partner. They are. That yeah. we've ever had. Missouri-based. Yep. Awesome stuff. I actually was going to make a video the other day, and then I didn't because I suck at stuff. You know one of my favorite products they make? Cost about, what, 15 bucks? The chair. That freaking tri-lake little, stool. Little tripod chair. Yeah, little, that, I love that thing. I take that coyote hunting with me. It fits in my backpack right yep. on the little slides right slide in. on the edge. I love that thing. And it's pretty damn cheap. I think it's like a $15 stool. I mean, then you use the code WOODSWATER. Get 30% off any of your purchases. Yep. Yep. That's huge. That's a big, yeah. yeah. Thank you, Alps. Zamberland Boots. Check them out. Uh, got our boots. Yeah. They're a newer sponsor. Newer sponsor. And uh, trying out some boots. And uh, broke mine in last couple nights, I guess. Warm yeah. again last night. I don't know, they're pretty damn awesome. There you go. Mine have the BOA system. How you liking that? Pretty sweet. You liking it? I was worried about the toes because people kind of not complain specifically about Zamberlands, but just the BOA, just BOA, the BOA, system, the BOA system, not getting the toes, the toes. Tight, tight enough, and it's fine. Uh, Habitat Works. Dustin Williams, yep. very knowledgeable guy. He's probably busy as freaking <laughs> hell right now. It's prime time for him right now. Yeah, doing yeah, some burning. Yeah, busy. Uh, so check him out on, on Facebook, Habitat Works. Give him a call, 816-752-7390. Mention us when you call. Get 15% off any service. And last ones, Black Ovis and Camo Fire. Weren't you, Pat, just on Camo Fire? Yeah. yeah. Before we started, he was just, just cruising was. over there. Yeah. Just seeing what you need. Yep. They always got something yeah. good What do they got on there, there today? Uh, today, some boots, a couple of scopes, spotting scopes. Nothing I needed. But what did you At buy? At the moment. <laughs> oh, like last week I dropped like $150 on turkey stuff. There you go. Uh, awesome. You know, like I said, it's a, it's just this, uh, what do you call it? Like Fire a flash sale. sale. Flash yeah. sale. 24-hour deal. Yeah. Different state things and, every day. And then black the Black Ova site, it's a little different. You know, it's like an online store pretty much. Yeah. You know, they got all your all your needs and stuff. Use the code MWW10 for 10% off on Black Ovas. I messed up last week. It's you can't use it on Camo Fire. It's I mean, just on Black Ovis. I mean, yeah. Camo Fire is already like fifty yeah. percent. It was off. my bad. I just assumed, but uh, you'll get over it because if you tried to use it, it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> like these guys are liars. <laughs> uh, all right, as our partners for today's show, I'll uh, probably discuss or mention them again. But we thank them. Couldn't do what we do without them, of course. No, yeah. uh, we we really couldn't because uh, our wives are, you know, don't want us just spending money to talk. We. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we, we appreciate them doing it. Um, 100 episodes, though. Pretty excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man, it's been it's been a lot of fun. We've actually been celebrating all night. Yeah. I mean, the amount of, yeah, the, the amount of people we've met doing this, you know, the connections, you know, we've made, uh, you know, in the quote-unquote industry or whatever, but, I mean, we've talked to some really cool people, really down-to-earth people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've personally learned a lot about a lot of topics I didn't know about. Um, I don't know, from coyote hunting to turkey to, you know, deer to honing different skills or just telling stories. Yeah. Got to do more stuff like this. I mean, yeah. not that we don't do this, but when you are doing podcasts and your friends are involved, which is why we wanted to have Russ and Pat here tonight, because, I mean, honestly, they're two of our closest I mean, Russell's obviously my brother-in-law. Everybody knows I'm related to pretty much everybody. The gear guy. Yeah. Uh, and Pat's <laughs> been one of Andy's best friends for 
a long time. Yep. So it's cool to, you know, share in doing this with them. Well, they've been on how many shows? I mean, well, at least a handful. Did for you just sure. put up a number, Russell? Four? I think. I'm not really for sure. Nice. Two elk shows. Probably more than that because sure. you've done it. We've done at least two elk shows. You were at the uh, one of the coyote hunting ones. Was the maybe five? Black Widow. Black Widow. He did go down there. Yeah, we've had at least. Well, you guys don't the one call we did me with, to go anywhere. The one we did with Calder <laughs> it was during the t- during yeah. the work day. You've been I have quite PTO. A few. We've had. I mean, that's the fun part. We got a lot of different different you know guys have come on. I mean, Austin Calder uh, to get some of those guys involved. It's just been I don't know. Fun to sit around and BS with everybody. Yep. And if you're already doing it, you might as well record it. That's right. That's kind of why we started the whole thing. Who was it? Whose idea was it? I mean, I, I think it's just kind of funny because when we came up with it, it was like the wives were like, well, you already do it anyway, I guess, whatever. Yeah. I don't know that they fully understood the uh, the commitment it was going to take. <laughs> it was going to be once a week. The actual. Every week. You know, like once we took that first step and then that second step <laughs> and that third step and it was like uh, we're gonna do this <laughs> well and it's oh yeah they're only an hour podcast but we're gonna bullshit for three hours before <laughs> yeah. we ever do we're, it we're before gonna, after we're, yeah you know podcast usually we usually do them around eight or something at night and i i don't get home till midnight or later. yeah 11 midnight how many times have we said on our show we could have recorded like three shows that night oh that's no oh, doubt yeah. some of the best stuff has been off air but i mean yeah. it gets captured eventually but yeah yeah so we don't really have a topic for tonight we're kind of doing a going to do a lot of reminiscing thanking some people going to read some listener questions which will then probably get us into different topics based on what they ask yeah i mean and that's kind of what we're going to do i mean honestly first off first and foremost uh i want to thank our awesome listeners i don't know what the hell they're listening to but they listen to it yeah we appreciate we freaking it. thank them for it um thank you know us listening to us fight on the show <laughs> and mess with each other and have fun just dealing with our crap learning right along with us you know maybe that's why it's it's been successful i guess you'd call it is i think you know a lot of these shows we're doing i'm learning at least me personally i'm learning just as much as whoever might be listening yeah definitely want to thank our wives too for dealing with it you know that's going without said or whatever take them out to a nice steak dinner something and never call her again (laughs) (laughs) Dorothy Mantooth was a saint. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so obviously thank them. Love you, ladies. Not not a single one of them will listen to this, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, I know. Amy Amy listened to a handful I or whatever, asked. but yeah, she uh she's like, Yeah, I just I can't I can't do it for an hour or whatever. I got kids. I'm like, uh, okay, <laughs> that's fine. I asked Becca. She's like, oh, I've never listened. <laughs> like, thanks for your support, hon. Appreciate, Appreciate it. Appreciate you. Couldn't get me that download? All right. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Whatever. But, yeah. You guys want to get into questions? Yeah, let's do, a, let's do a handful. Like I said, well, we got to do them all. We'll Maybe do some that. now, we'll some, do some later. Now, we'll do a little bit later. What are we going to do in between? Talk about something else. I don't know. <laughs> Not what Russell just did, motioned. <laughs> Uh, like I said, I tried to get all of them. I think I got them all, but if I didn't, sorry. Uh, all right, the first one I've got here 
is from Matthew Whaley18 on Instagram. He replied to one of our stories. He said, uh, you guys going to have an episode about bow fishing? I think we should. Sounds like I'm not against it. <laughs> we've, a- we've actually talked about that before, yeah. and we just uh, we needed to get a contact. Yeah, because I don't. Per- I've known guys that have gone. Have any of you ever bow fished? No. Nope. I we, want that's to. been on our list for a long yeah. time. Me and yeah. Pat have always talked about that. I got a guy I work with has a setup to do it. Does he? I was waiting for him to get in this whole catfishing season. Yeah. Get going, and then I was going to end up midsummer when I got hot. Maybe we could. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'd be Try. a lot of fun. Oh, for sure. I mean, obviously shooting your bow is fun. Shooting a fish would be even greater. I've never shot a fish with a bow, so I'm sure that'd be fun. Yeah, I've seen it done. Yeah, I, I've only, I only know, actually know one person that does it, and that's my nephew has done it. I don't know if he still does it a lot or not, but uh, but yeah, we would definitely probably enjoy doing a show about bow fishing because I guarantee you I'd learn. If you get a contact a shit of uh, somebody... Send, her, send them our way. Yeah, Matthew, if you know somebody, send us a DM. Why is it weird? Is it odd that I feel like dirty when I say send me a DM? Am I the only one? It just sounds weird. I, I think you might be. All right, well, whatever. Matthew, thanks, man. Appreciate you. What's in your DMs? Well, Why do you feel guilty about We all about have them? the same account. Why do you feel guilty about them? We all have the same account, you jackass. Dick pics. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, uh, the Adaptive Outdoorsman. That's another podcast. Actually, he started a podcast not long ago. Good. Where's he's, he out of? Uh, he's out of Missouri. Is he? I think almost 100. Um, percent His podcast, uh, without looking at it, uh, but we kind of talked back and forth when he was starting his, um, is about uh, getting people with uh, some sort of disability out in out oh, in the outdoors. Cool. Yeah, that's cool. So I'm pretty sure his podcast is. Uh, centered around that which is pretty badass yeah that's sweet because it gets a lot harder to do a podcast when you are in my opinion like you're doing like one specialized specialized topic you're like we're kind of lucky we pick whatever the, f- the hell we want yeah you know and uh he does a cool show um so man good to hear from you his question what is your confidence for turkey season this year I think Patrick. Pat's probably pretty super high. high. Yeah. Why is it super high? Because I know where they're at. Nice. Confident I'm going to not kill a turkey. (laughs) (laughs) I went went shed hunting and I found five or six on the roost, walked right underneath them. Hell yeah. Songs are there. Here here today, gone tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) If they they were there after all the tree clearing, at that point in time, they'll still be there. Yeah, I drove by that property tonight. I mean, it's looking pretty good over there. So I'm I sure can see things. everything now. I would think so. I mean, there's some big old brush piles. Yeah, that's we good. We should have burned one and drank beer around it and recorded there. Yeah, and just we sat in pick the mud. Up and move. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> that's a muddy field right now. It's mud season. Yeah. Uh, for, for those of you who aren't aware, Pat has a, a property, and they did some oh, just kind of dirt work and uh, field edge cleanup. And uh, got a little close to your deer stand, didn't it? Yeah, pretty close. Yeah. So now you're hunting the field edge? <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> he, he was 40 yes. yards in the timber. Now he's on the field edge. You, you, your guys think you're uh, was it, what? exaggerating, but you're not. <laughs> <laughs> I sent you a video Damn from farmers. the stand. <laughs> My confidence is, uh, honestly, probably once again, like last year, I, I'll try to take my son youth during youth season, which is freaking coming up. Yeah, when is that? 
April 9th or something. Next weekend. Uh, next weekend. I think it is. Oh, Here, geez. I'll look. Uh, you got the app. But I don't even know if there's – like, turkeys showed up there last year all of a sudden, and we almost did kill one. But, I don't know. You said you saw one the other day? Yeah, it's this weekend. Mm-hmm. This this weekend? This weekend. This not week. tomorrow. Not this. Not <laughs> tomorrow. Like, next week. Yeah. It's already this I'm week. I'm so bad at turkey, and my wife literally – like, they're – yeah. Walked outside, and there's one on my front porch today. They are not scared of me whatsoever. <laughs> They're they confident. Not, they do not feel threatened <laughs> around me. Hey guys, let's go laugh at Andy. Let's, let's go sit on his porch. Yeah. I'm so gonna, I'm gonna I'd try like to take out. Caden, but I just don't. Yeah. You, if they're not here, I'm not gonna freaking do it. Right. You know. And I, they're they're not at the other place for sure. I had some on trail camera, and uh, I would assume they're still there, so I'm gonna give it a go. But uh, I'm I'm not a huge turkey hunter. I mean, to be honest, I'm just not. It doesn't get my blood pumping like some of the other hunting does. But, yeah. uh, See, I'd rather hunt turkeys than deer. Really? What? Yeah. Who you get are tur- you? If you get turkeys talking back and forth, and, uh, it's kind of like elk hunting back and forth. If you can mm-hmm. get that that shock and all. And maybe yeah. if I think I've had that experience, um, it might change my mind because I haven't had that happen. Every turkey I've killed, it's always been when I was deer hunting yeah. and I killed it with I mean, my bow. I mean, if, so they just walk underneath me or whatever the case may be. If you get the right property, I mean, you got action all the time until 1 o'clock. Yeah. I mean, okay. just getting that property that they're active. If you, if you mess this bird up, you can go chase the other one or chase right. the other one. That's what sucks. I mean, you don't really have a spot that there's turkeys anymore. So you no, have. I, mean, I don't remember the last time you turkeys went took hunting. a downfall. Well, our, probably what uh, in our county eight years ago. Yeah. You know what thermal season has done for me is almost tell you exactly why. Because when you're out th- coyote hunting and all you see is coyote or not coyotes, raccoons. Be nice. Raccoons. Coy- yeah, raccoons freaking all over the place. Everywhere. Yeah. I mean, the trees, light, the trees light up, yeah. you know, with coons. Raccoons. It's ridiculous. So, yeah. they were, I mean, and they did, we were reading the other day, they did extend the season, this coming up season, right? Mm-hmm. Is that when it, it starts? Longer, yeah. So, it's longer, so you can actually hunt raccoons and stuff they a little bit longer now. They extended the fall season or the late season and they added an early season it's like was that it yeah august yeah it's august about that. 15th yeah, like or 10th or something to early. october 15th or 10th for and trapping november i think it's trapping and hunting trapping in if i read it right yeah don't quote me on that read the article so i'd say the confidence level as a group is since pat's pretty confident the rest of us aren't pretty low <laughs> <laughs> Pat, yeah. you might have to bring up, you know, the average in the group. Yeah, for sure. Uh, also, when I'm reading these, I'm just reading them in the order I took these screenshots. So, there might be another turkey question coming up. It ain't this one. So, sorry. I said I'd read them all. So, this one is from Amy Winstead. Oh, geez. No question. Just here to say that we're proud of you, boys. Now, take your wives out. Oh, okay. That was, that, that she is, was being kind. That is Micah's <laughs> wife, by the way, my sister. Thanks, sis. No. We couldn't do without them. We already said it, but yeah. Yeah. They've been great. All right. Uh, next one. I will thank her properly later. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you worry about that, bud. <laughs> Got your sister covered. 
Fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, our our buddy Marshfield Outdoors, who just started a podcast not long ago, by the way. You uh-huh. should check him out, Marshfield Outdoors. Um, his question from – you're going to have to think about this one, fellas. From beginning to now, what is the biggest takeaway over this journey? I'm just on my seventh episode, but I'd be interested to hear what y'all take on the journey. Great job, fellas. Always enjoy y'all's conversations. I, I mean, biggest I'll, takeaway. What is what is the biggest takeaway over this journey? I didn't realize how big of a commitment it was going to have to be. To, to you do guys it. put in a lot of hours. We, I mean, it's a lot a, of hours. We're talking every day. I mean, throughout the day, most of the time, about something to do. I think it's been twice now that I've been working, and I've taken screenshots. And I've had over 30 text messages from these two mad jokers. <laughs> and it's just like, what in the hell could you possibly be talking about? Yeah. It's and it's usually do with the podcast and what the next guest is or, you know, just trying to plan something or when or what time and trying, yeah. to, find, trying to line up three family schedules. And a guest. And a guest schedule. A lot of the times, yeah. Uh, yeah. I will say this, though. You're right, Micah. It is a commitment. And if you're thinking about starting one, it, it ain't just freaking hitting the record button. Yeah. But at the same time, I think the reason why you spend quite a bit of time on it is because this is just me personally. Uh, I'm really – I like it. No, I, I enjoy I mean, doing it. I enjoy uh, the challenge of it, I guess. It's not. I mean, it's not like it's hard, but it's just it's, – it's, it's time. You know, it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's fun learning stuff. It's fun uh, figuring things out. And it's been um, – I've learned more in the, probably the past almost two years now just by talking to people that smarter than me, whether that's like Pat and Russell. I mean, they're both smarter than me. So it's that's learning from hard. them, learning from – you know what? <laughs> uh, I don't know. What about you, Drew? Probably the only ones that would – you know, same thing Mike has said is just the time commitment – you know, to, to do it. At first, it sounded like just a great idea. Let's get together with buddies and talk all the time. You know, just we were doing it. We were talking a lot anyway, just about hunting and stuff. But, you know, just the time committed to make it. And I think that's what makes it successful is the like we've talked about before, is the consistency of, you know, trying to get good things out there every week and just trying to, you know, visit with uh, quality quality people on the show. Yeah. Um, is a challenge. Uh, not I'm not saying challenge to find quality people because <laughs> people in the, like I said, in kind of the outdoor world, I mean, 95%, 98% are all like awesome dudes down to earth. Mm-hmm. You know, the same thought process you have, the same, you know, ideology and I don't want to call it ideals, uh, values as you have. So, um, you know that's not a hasn't been a problem, but I don't know. Just just making sure that you have quality every week yeah. is. And I'll say this to to Marshfield Outdoors: if you think an episode is garbage when you record it, and then you do your editing, you're like, I don't freaking like this. That don't mean yeah. that don't mean shit. Because some of our episodes that we thought were bad, yeah, we've gotten the best reviews on. Like, man, that was awesome. I learned so much, and I'm like. <sighs> And that might be another big you know, takeaway awesome. take for me, too, because I was a very, like, and I still am, I don't, like, typically go out and listen to a podcast of people bullshitting. Like, that's just not me. However, Nate, Micah, some, 
there's a whole like more of it. That's what they, I mean, they like to hear just people tell their stories. It doesn't have to be an expert's opinion of whatever it is. Yeah. So I guess that's a big takeaway too, is not everybody likes the same stuff you like. So you have to open your mind up a little bit. There's some episodes that we've done to be truthful. I thought like, this is, you know, boring well this i mean like, dumb I, my favorite episode we get are, good reviews we get a lot of listeners on it because people do enjoy it like i like the tales of the chase episodes we do because those are stories yeah, yeah right? those are some of those my, are my favorite. favorite things you know my my initial idea with the podcast was like campfire stories right right we even talked about that as a name remember that andy mm-hmm. and uh but you're you're more like you want to learn technical right things strategies you know? or um, you know, tips, tricks, how stuff works, you know, I don't know whether it's gear or I don't know. That's the stuff I like. Yeah. I don't, I'm not a bit, I mean, I like stories, don't get me wrong, but if I had to choose to learn something or to hear a story, I pick learn something and that's not everybody. There's a lot of people out there who yeah, like, a like hearing both experiences. Yeah. 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 And we just try to be, you know, give variety. I mean, just do some of it, but that's what I would say to Marshfield. Not that I'm giving advice or we want to give him advice because I'm sure he got it handled. But just do what you want to do, man, and enjoy it. If you have fun with it, that's all that really matters. Yep. I mean, if 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 tomorrow Dan Johnson, which we'll get, hit, get to him in a while, the owner of our network said, hey, you guys are going to start talking about uh, only – well, I don't fucking know. Ice fishing. Ice fishing. And that's, that's your that's – your, nothing wrong with ice fishing, by the way, but that's all you talk about for the next – that's that's your show. I would be done in about two weeks. Yeah, you know, we you got to like what you're doing. So I think that's just the biggest thing. Thanks, man. Uh, next one. This is just also a comment from our friend Ethan McCabe, the bearded trapper. Congrats on a hundred episodes. Keep it up. Appreciate it, man. Exclamation point. When Thanks, man. Him, when you have him on again. Yeah, I yeah. wanted to do a beaver episode with him. Uh, back in the. <laughs> he's going to get ready to go on a, a pretty cool spring, uh, spring bear. bear hunt trip. So what's we need the, to, what state's he going? Do you know? Uh, I didn't see that. Man, I, I don't, don't remember. remember. Yeah. Get a recap to, on that. I said I need to get him after he comes back. Yeah, kind of what his sure. experience was is because that's something I'd like to in do my eventually. old Rolodex already. There you go. Yeah, we're talking about you know the time spent. We have what are they called iPhone notes or whatever. We have all kinds of those. We got Google Sheets. Yeah, we have all kinds of stuff trying to keep track of stuff that we don't keep track of. <laughs> yeah. Who's the worst? Freaking Micah. Just go put it in the shared document. Try I don't know it. how to do that. Can you show me again? <laughs> no, it's not that. It's just I don't see why I can't just tell you. And then we remember. Because then I got to go put it in there. I don't you remember do which one we're supposed to be using anymore. <laughs> is it the notes? Is it the Google Docs? I don't the know. The notes is deleted, so I don't know what you're going Still to. Still on my phone, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you're not getting it. Yeah. No kidding. Uh. All right, Red's Custom Metalwork. Uh, Michael Snedeker, by mm-hmm. the way, I posted a picture of a um, sign he did for us I don't know, a couple months ago. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. That will be a focal point in our new studio. Not if I steal it. I mean, yeah. Soon. Hopefully soon. Almost done. Well, if we're you're ten- stealing that, we're still in the oak painting. That's I'm, I'm, that would look Might good in the studio, man. I'm just saying. Does it get its own designated light, like a neon light? Dude, well, I keep it, trying to tell him we need to backlight it. Listen, yeah. listen, Michael is getting a setup where he can get um, LED backlights yes. that are battery powered, so yes. we don't have to have a cord running up there to it. Yes. So I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to him. He'll probably hook us up. I'm sure. Take care of it. Um, 
but yeah, that's a good idea. And you can change the color, you know, like you can red, green, whatever. Uh, Get a little rubber stop so it hangs out of, out from the wall just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And just run some LED lights right behind it. We're gonna try it out. So, uh, by the way, if you're looking for custom metal signs, check out Red's Custom Metalwork. Yep. Just saying, it's awesome. Uh, what he said was, <laughs> I'm into all archery stuff, nerding out on arrow setups, broadheads, bow tuning. Oh, also, God. some of my favorites are when you guys have subject matter experts on, like MDC staff. Just keep talking about what you guys love, and it'll be good. Yeah. Do we want he's to talk? Only, he's on the same lines that I am of liking the informational stuff. Yeah. The, that, the I, didn't, I didn't plan that, the, by the way. <laughs> arrow setups is so, like four hours. Yeah. Well, we so, have to run through it. but <laughs> Just Aaron Snyder for two hours would be good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we all run the same brand of arrow, so that would be easy. We all if, wearing actually, Black if Eagle. not all of us, I don't think, I think we all run the same arrow. Arrow, that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. Black Eagle Rampages yep. is yep. what we all run. And then all of our bows are di- literally. Does anybody have the exact and, same bow? Andy and I have the same bow. Yeah. And I think we're all BXR focused on elk for that. Part. Laura, yeah. We all. I mean, white tail s- with an emphasis on the heavier side. For right. Yeah, we go a little yeah. bit heavier than what you would theoretically need for deer. I guess yeah. you would say. We've definitely made a lot of changes since we started elk hunting in our arrow setups and our, I guess, our bow setups because, I mean, if you're just hunting whitetail. You can do things differently. Then you can go for more speed than weight. Yeah, and like, although shit, like, which are you running straight mechanical now with the severs? The severs, yeah. So like, even that, I've changed everything. I mean, I've yeah. went all over the board since we started and tried all kinds of stuff. And and it's it's honestly yeah. just through like um, trial. Some and of it's through listening to yeah. to different podcasts. Some of it's through going through shit, unfortunately, um, and being like, you know. It might not have been the broadhead. It might not have been the arrow setup in those situations. But if it's something that you can go, why didn't that go through that? Mm-hmm. Was I mean, it was it my arrow not being heavy enough? Was it this piece of crap broadhead that I use? You know, whatever. One bad experience is going to tell you to nope. go one way or the other, whether it's right or wrong. Yeah, so, I mean, and a lot of it comes down to shot placement. We all know that, but I mean, but here's my point: you can have things that help you out whenever you do have that, yeah, bad shot. Here's my point: there's five people in this room. I'm gonna just say, I'm gonna ask one question: name the broadhead you're using, and I guarantee you, there's gonna be five answers. Yeah, I use Iron Will uh, Solid 100, Russell Slick Tricks, Micah Thorn, Severs. Magnus Stingers. Every single person is using something different. Yeah. Now, um, four of the five of us are using fixed. Andy actually hasn't used those severs out elk hunting yet. Not elk hunting yet. So, I mean, he did. You seen it, right? No. You had him. Yeah, you did. Because I left my quiver in the quad, and so you had to give me an arrow. Yeah, I forgot about that. You literally ordered them on the, the, there, week, yeah. with the week before we were going or something like yep. that because we were worried they weren't going to come in in time. Yep. Because yeah. you were going to take uh, Rages. I was going to take Rages. <laughs> <laughs> now, I will say the one thing none of us have really done yet, well, you have, uh, Pat has, is uh, the real heavy arrow setup. Mm-hmm. Like, my arrows are as heavy as they they can be with using basic stuff, uh, you know, like 100 grain uh, broadheads, that sort of stuff. No, like, real heavy weight up front. No extra So answers. I'm sitting there right at, like, right around 460 grains. And yeah. I do have a short arrow because my draw length is only 27. 
everybody else is going to be heavier. But Pat, you have jumped what off that five, uh, yeah, seventy-six heavy, heavy. Yeah, I, I got a I hundred mean, not, and what is it, one hundred and twenty-five grain half out. Right, and then I I still run a hundred grain broadhead just because of being easy to go get. You I can just buy walk into easily. Bass Pro and right. buy them. Um, but it definitely a heavier, heavier insert, and then. Yeah, I spent a lot of time on my setup. Yeah. And when I got it figured out and it works for me, everything that I've made a good shot on with it since then has died within sight. And so. you haven't thrown your bow in a while. <laughs> 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 Still one of my favorite memories. Going down memory lane. <laughs> that was me and Micah and Pat went on a shoot together. Which actually, I know that's a question here coming up, but uh, we went, where did we go? Sedalia. Sedalia. Yeah. And it was just us three. And we had to be on, like, the 17th or 18th station. We were almost done. Yeah, we were almost done. And did you go first on that one? Yep. And what did you – did you miss altogether? I think I, I punched the trigger and I blamed the bow. <laughs> and not only did you blame the bow, the bow went through the air flying. <laughs> <laughs> like, he, he literally chucked the bow He's that 20 guy. feet. Yeah. And it's just like, I'm done with this thing. Did you buy your Matthews, like, it was shortly after that. It was, I was having issues tuning that bow properly, and it wasn't working the way I wanted it to. And I took it to a shop, and we tried different rests on it, and it was still doing the same shit. And I got tired of it. Yeah. So I was like, well, I'll shoot it for the longer. Maybe it's just me. And after like a week of shooting it, after the last time I took the shot, I'm like, nope, I'm done with it. I'm done with this thing. And maybe it didn't help that you threw it, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> might have bent something maybe. Yeah. Or, you know. It didn't bend anything. But uh, and then of course, like blow up. the bows we're using, I don't think a lot of that matters. Honestly, I think it's about what do you like, what whatever. feels good. Whatever. I think it's a hundred percent personal preference. Yeah, oh, yeah, but like so, Pat, you running a Matthews VXR. Yep. VXR. Andy runs a VXR. Micah runs a Matthews Triax. Do you have a VXR? Vertex. Vertex, that's right. So, all of you guys are Matthews. I'm still running a, uh, a now it's 12 years old, Bowtech Assassin. Yeah. Solid. I, I love the bow. I'm going to probably get it restrung again this year because I don't see a need to change, to be honest with you. It's as fast as it's going to be for me anyways. Yeah. I'm not going to, because that bow when it came out was touted as a fast as hell bow. So, it's like a 333 IBO. Yep. Well, the bows now the are 340 way. to 3, you know I mean? So it's not like it's – and I'm already going to lose a lot of speed because of my draw length. So my favorite bow, and I still have it, it's that Bear Anarchy. It's that single cam. Yeah. Yeah. It's so still to this day. That's I mean, one of my biggest regrets. I had a Matthews Adrenaline mm-hmm. or whatever, and it was that single cam. I mean, dude, I was money with that thing. I'm so mad I got rid of it. <laughs> yep. That's kind of my point. And I don't – like. Uh, hopefully no bow companies listening to this, but it just seems like everybody's getting a new bow like every year. Maybe I'm wrong, but it just seems like a on social media do. every time I hear, mm-hmm. you know, see something. And that's whatever you want to do. But when you find something that works for you. Stick with it. I, mean, I don't see why you, I mean, what reason. The technology hasn't advanced that much in the past not, five, so ten not years. compound bows, not yeah. And there's some things about my, my bow that I would maybe sure, like to have. But then you you weigh the positives to the negatives. Like with my bow particularly, I guarantee you my bow is at least 30% lighter than all of your guys's. Probably. It's compact. It's probably three inches shorter. Yeah, it's short. I'm a short guy, so that helps me. 
Uh, See, I need a, a longer axle to axle oh, because I'm a taller guy. You'd look funny shooting my shit. Well, I, I tried – oh, it was a PSC. It was a, what was it called? Evolve or whatever, 31. Is that right? Evo. Uh, it wasn't a 29-inch. Uh, it, it was weird super short, and my string angle was so crazy uh, yeah. whenever I drew. Like, I mean, it would go to my to a 31-inch draw length, which I'm actually 31 and a half, but uh, the string angle was so extreme, it was uh, – I could never get comfortable with it. Yeah. And, I mean, it's not always the grass isn't always greener either. I bought my bow from you, Russell. Yep. And the bow you bought to replace my bow, you got that. You and that bow did not get along from the minute you bought it. No, and I think I could honestly still pick up your bow and still go shoot really well. With do, you, do you regret selling that ever? Uh, a little bit. Yeah, you can't have it back. <laughs> but you're happy with the one you got now. Yeah, once I jumped into to what I got now, yeah. I'm, I'm it's fine. just you know I I remember when you bought the bow that you replaced this with. It, you just never seemed to get comfortable. It, no. there was always it, some. It didn't matter. Um, I changed hand grips. Yep. I gave it to another person. Still didn't suit them. Yep. End up selling it. Yeah, I mean it didn't matter if it was hunting. Like when we went to shoots together. It would piss, it would piss you off, you know. And yeah, halfway uh, through it, you'd yeah. be annoyed. Russell's with it. problem is remember which pin he's using. <laughs> well, sometimes true. Sometimes true. there's that. <laughs> well, and then we've we happens to the best. I mean, of us. even outside of bows, we went to releases. Pat, I know, is a big thumb release guy now. Yeah, I tried it, and I I'm not doing it. So, what are you shooting then, Pat? What are you using? The release. Yeah, it's the Bass Pro Blackout three finger thumb release. It's a cheap one. Yeah. I yeah. bought a knock to it, a knock to it, and I don't like the two finger. Hmm. Is Expe- that the gr- green one? Yeah, especially because I'm pulling like 79 pounds. I am not comfortable pulling that much, only hanging on with two fingers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've messed with the thumb release, That's and I think I'd like it. Maybe I maybe I should try that knock to it. I'm pulling times. Yeah, and it's kind of an evolution. Um, if you don't try something, you're never right. going to know that right. you don't like it or right. or do. Yeah. Well, and I, I don't even – I tried that. Your, that blackout, remember when mm-hmm. we were at the shoot? Yep. We went to the little shooting range, and I gave it a sh- – it's cool. But, like, for me, I use a true ball short and sweeter. And this is the first – I guess you call it trigger release. Is that what they're – Finger release. Finger release. Yeah, trigger. Uh, that – because all of the ones I had before were a, a straight-out um, trigger. And this one swept back. And with my shorter fingers, man, as soon as I started using that short and sweeter, I love that thing. Yeah. So I don't really have a desire to move. Right. Just because I, I like it. Yeah. For me, I like the thumb I did release. Like, I did like your thumb release. The thumb release, I, I like if we were just target shooting and stuff, I felt I could get real comfortable, a little more accurate with mm-hmm. it. But when it came time, like actually hunting – I found myself like I get that adrenaline rush, and I started like over gripping the release, and that cost me a, a really nice deer actually. Yeah. I I buried that release so far I couldn't actually hit the thumb release, and when I did, I punched. I like just really grabbed it real hard, mm-hmm. and I I kind of pushed my bow. Do those yeah. have a wrist release? Like a wrist strap on those? You can. Ha- it has one. Yeah. See, I would find myself losing it. I take mine off. I don't have put it in a, your pocket, don't strap, you? I put it in my pocket. I see. I would yeah. personally find myself losing that if it's not affixed to my wrist. You also well, use a uh, wrist or a finger release, don't you? Right. Uh, 
Can't think of it's it a right true now. ball, isn't it? Or, no, not no. no, it's a true fire. True fire. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. In the end, it's about there's five people in this room. Everything that we have discussed, real quick, mm-hmm. except for arrows, is different. Yep. Yeah. We all use different stuff. Uh, I mean, at one point in time, we all might have used this, like slick tricks. We all it? had slick tricks at once. It, that was like when we this group all kind. Of, well, besides I, Pat, I never shot slick tricks. We all kind of were like, well, if we were Just up on the mountain, and something happened. We could all have the same setup, right. or at least really close, and yeah, you know, yeah. shot. But they, that's just not practical, right? Or whatever. So we all started like, "Hey, I'm gonna try this out, and venturing right. out a little more." And like, I'm really interested in trying them severs out. So far, after after like watching the review that uh, Lusk Archery did with us, and then obviously watching it, I'm like, damn, it's a it's a high quality mechanical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It and looks, I mean, a lot like a Rage. Sure. Very much like, but See, it has, what's funny is every damn mechanical looks like a race to me. True. There's a lot. Of, <laughs> they all look. Yeah. I'm like, hey, it opens up. Rear deploy. Rear deploy. Yeah, rear deploy. Yeah. yeah. Do not. I had some bad experiences with them. Yeah. Uh, front deploys. Anyway, what else on archery? Anything? I know we hit that quick or quick as we could. All right, next one from Morty Nation. It's my friend Danny. Uh, congratulations, guys. Thanks, man. I'm a gearhead, especially regarding guns. I know. He is, uh, he's the guy right there. He knows a lot, as Nate knows. <laughs> I just said, anytime you'll bring up gear selections, I'm ears wide open. Keep it up. You know I'll listen to every episode. Thanks. Appreciate that. Yep. Also, new merch, question mark. Please discuss new merch. <laughs> well, funny you should say that. We are, we are looking at some options right now Yep. where we would hopefully be able to offer sweatshirts. Some different options. Micah's friends. Everybody. Your boys are all about the sweatshirts, dude. I mean, yeah, everybody so, like everybody likes a nice hoodie. So we're hopefully looking at those, some t-shirts and, and long sleeves. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. We're, we're, we just kind of started working on it. We're not really sure yeah. where we're at right yeah, now. We don't know what we're going to do with it, but oh, uh, but in the next okay. few weeks, I do want to ask our listeners a question though. If you would buy a hoodie or a sweatshirt or a, something, same thing, uh, t-shirt, an- another hat, whatever. Shoot us a message or reply in this episode release if you would do it, because I think that's one thing that we might have to might do like a pre-order thing. Yeah, it might, just to might see be what something type like of that. I don't know. There is leather patch hat. That'd be cool. Ooh, yeah. That would be, be freaking sweet. badass. So, I mean, that's fine. that's part of doing. It. I'm just trying to figure out. I mean, that stuff takes a lot of money for inventory and different things, and you know, our sponsors and stuff help us try to get that stuff started. And yeah, and we've done hats before. Like, you know, and it's been great, and we appreciate you guys getting them. Mm-hmm. But I freaking hate messing with it. It's a it's a giant time suck mm-hmm. yeah. to deal with apparel. And so we're trying to figure out ways to do it, and uh, we'll we'll keep you all posted. Uh, the O2 podcast. Congrats, guys. Thanks, guys. Yeah, appreciate thanks. it, man. Um, cool you guys are also killing it. Yeah, yeah the, um, Andrew and um, – They're down it. south, I know right? the, No, it's Ohio. Ohio. O two O two Ohio oh, yeah that's right because they took Outdoor, over the Ohio other outdoors yep. yeah O two took me um, forever to find that podcast the other day did it really I wanted to listen to the fitness one they did yep and I was like all right I'll just search the O two I looked and looked and looked and I couldn't find it I'm like well, what's this Ohio outdoors and I clicked on it, the very top one I'm like, yeah yeah <sighs> Andrew and Paul do a great job um, really enjoy listening to them I've gotten to know Andrew uh, and Paul a little bit. Uh, through when they started it and they're cool guys so go check them out um 
on their Instagram, it's going to be the O2 podcast, the dot O2 dot podcast. Uh, Ryan Flippin. Yeah, buddy. Keep it going, my dudes. <laughs> hey, thanks, man. Thanks. Uh, okay, I'm just going to run through these. Congrats, thanks. Between the Tines podcast. Love those guys. Go check them out, too. Hell to the yeah. Beers, boys. Cheers. I'm, just, I'm reading these brand new, too. We haven't had any tonight. There's been no beer drink by any of us. Any of you. Uh, How many soda pops have you had? <laughs> Nate's one of the third Dr. Pepper, and he's getting crazy. Uh, I'm reading these brand new, by the way, so I'm stumbling through some of it. Bucks of America podcast. Congratulations. Thanks again, guys. You noticed how, like, the last three things I've said have been podcasts congrats, g- congratulating us. Yeah. It's a, it's, it is really a cool community. Um, you know, I mean, you're kind of competing with each other, but, like, I don't give a shit. Not really, Like, listen man. to them, too. I don't, I don't see why it would matter. Um, so, the O2 podcast, Between the Times, Bucks of America, they're all awesome, and they all do a, a good job, of, you know, in their area. What? Marshfield, yeah, he just started one too. Um, they're all awesome. So thanks, Bucks of America. Greg Gleisinger, awesome guest of ours. Yep. Congrats, fellas. Definitely a friend of the show. Definitely. He's he's the man. Um, talk about it outdoors, another podcast. Y'all already know what I threw out. Congratulations. Yeah, he sent us a message, and I took a screenshot of that. So I'll get to that in a few pictures. Uh there is a freaking killer right there. He he, he's in Georgia, and he does a. Yes, <laughs> that's pretty good. No beers, <laughs> no beers. Uh, he's in Georgia and he does thermal hunting too. Now sponsored by Bush Light. What? <laughs> what are you drinking? Corona Premier. It was free, <laughs> so I said show. Best, best beer, free. free beer. Then Bush Light. Second best, cold. <laughs> And then, <laughs> then Bushlight, but he uh, he's a freaking coyote killer, and Georgia, who'd that be? The state of Georgia. Talk about it outdoors. Oh yeah, Alex. Uh, the state of Georgia doesn't have its head up its ass, and it lets you hunt coyotes at night all year long. They got pigs down there in Georgia. Surely, I don't know. Those are in Arkansas. That um, has piqued my interest. Dude, I, I would. I want to go kill a pig. I don't know why we haven't gone taken a weekend and gone kill some hogs. Just go Let's down do to it. Texas or does anybody? Wherever. How about this? Does anybody have any recommendations for place to go hog hunting that will not break the bank? Funny, Dan Matthews is down in Texas right now doing it. Is he? I have to ask him how he enjoys it when he gets back. He's at a. Uh, I don't know where he is. He's at an outfitter. He's at an outfitter somewhere. I don't know what it is, but. He gets to go in a helicopter. I'd be curious to see how they taste. I've uh, my buddies have gone down there, uh, and they they've given me some of the meat. It was pretty good. It was like a sausage, mm-hmm. so you know it wasn't like just straight. Well, he gave you that pork sausage or whatever. Meat, did he they? gave me the sausage. <laughs> but I mean, it was good. So I've heard I've heard mixed reviews. So I mean, it, I think I th- it's also gonna be where where the pigs are and what the pig's diet is. Mm-hmm. I mean, just like any animal, if you sure cow, you know. I mean, when you see them 10 deep in a field and they're just mowing them down. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it could be fun. I mean, full I, of pigs. I'll magged up a coyote, let alone a hog. <laughs> <laughs> I think we had to change our setups a little bit. Yeah, I don't know what 
That was some of that stuff. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm going to need more bullets. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next one. Jay Hyatt Photo on Instagram. Congrats on episode 100. Thanks, man. Thanks for listening. Conservation Federation Missouri. Congratulations, guys. Thanks for listening. I promised I would read everyone, so I know I'm going through some I mean, congrats. I here. thought he was just going to read I thought the he questions. Was, I thought he was skipping over the, these. Yeah, the, the congrats. Not that we don't uh, appreciate. We appreciate the congratulations. Yes, but congrats. I don't think people uh, want to listen to people. Thanks for all you do for Missouri Outdoors. Also, Conservation Federation, thanks for all you do for the Missouri Outdoors. Um, no, thank you. <laughs> uh, 12 Caleb, thoughts on a hoodie? Question mark. We answered that. Uh, we're hopefully, yeah, we're hopefully we doing it. Yep, hope so. If Nate quits being a little. Full draw assassins, congrats. Thanks, man. RP Scritchfield. Dude, he's baked some badass turkey knives. Turkey oh, knives. He uses yeah. the turkey leg. Yep. Yeah, sorry, not turkey knives. <laughs> they're knives. <laughs> made but they're made out of turkey legs, a lot of them. And they're freaking badass. You should check it out. Uh, he He's on our Instagram, so you should go and check out his I'm just shit. trying to picture that. I just feel like that wouldn't well, be a Well, freaking look it up right now on your phone. What's it called? Can you scratch R- your back with him and cut the turkey up with it? RP. <laughs> RP Scritchfield. RP Scritchfield? Yeah, like S-C-R-I-T-C-H. There it is. Check out that shit. Anyway. He says, heck yeah, congratulations. Thanks, man. Brandon Smith. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. <laughs> I didn't see this one. Every, Brandon Smith, we already answered this question. Everybody's drink of choice. Bush Light, Miller Light, Crown and Coke, et cetera, et cetera. <clears throat> well, I really mean, didn't answer it. Yeah. I, it's hard to turn down some Jim Beam. Corona Premier, apparently, for you. It's free, man. I don't really like it, but it's cold when I'm drinking Free it. Free drinks are always nice. I prefer, if I'm drinking beer, I prefer Bush Light and Miller Light. Those are my top two. If I'm going going for the the dark stuff, I'm, I'm usually like a Jim Beam or you know something like that. That'd be that. Yeah, I'd say I'd say Bush Light, maybe some Budweiser. If you're going the other side, I had a, a big Jim Beam vanilla and Dr Pepper kick for a while, and uh, tastes like root beer. If you mix it right, and then basically just Jim Beam and Dr Pepper or Coke. Russ. Jack. Jack. Ultra. Jesse James. You have an ultra right there, don't you? That Jesse James intrigues me a little bit. It's it ain't bad. Good. It ain't bad. I mean, it tastes like the Jim Beam honey. The honey, yeah. yeah. I, I'd almost drink it straight. On the oh, rocks. yeah. It's definitely sweet enough for you could. So. Do I even need to answer? I don't really Dr. drink anymore. Dr. Pepper. I like, I like Dr. Pepper. Do. No ice. Nate's allergic to alcohol. Yeah, screw you. The last time I drank beer was Bush Light. How about that? Well, no, legit. Aren't you not allergic to alcohol? Pretty much. I mean, there's a lot more to it than that, but yeah, it fucks me up. Cross-legged watching. It's supposed to. (laughs) (laughs) What? It's supposed to. No, it's not that way. In a bad way. But uh, it's supposed to. I like like sweet tea and shit. Shakira. Yeah. Uh, That was a long time ago, Russell. (laughs) (laughs) Happened one time. Uh, This this is a serious question, and I will answer it. Brandon Smith again. Brandon Smith, 7254. Oh, another thing. Wait a minute. Why did I not? Oh, there they are. Reading's hard. Well, they're in backwards order. Oh, okay. it is. Congrats on <laughs> one. Sorry, Mike. <laughs> Says the guy with dyslexia. Uh, top three or five or whatever bucket list hunts you guys want to go oh, on. Oh, shit. How about each of us? There's, there's five of us in here. Each of us says 
one bucket list hunt we would want to go on. Does it have and to be then the next the guy person? can't answer that question. Okay. Let's can't start. answer it at the same time. Can't answer the same thing. Okay. All right, we'll start with Pat. Pat, you start. Uh, had to be moose. I don't where, care. Anywhere? I don't care where. Okay. <clears throat> Apparently not in Wyoming. I'm not ready yet. Somebody else go. Wolf. Oh damn! Yeah, definitely want to try. That was that. a good. One. That was a good one. <laughs> How did I not think of that? Which I don't think you can anymore because yes, you can. You can certain states. Okay, states. I would like to Idaho, do a coyote hunting tour. Mm-hmm. That'd be pretty sweet. Like uh, all the way through the west. Mm-hmm. Just take two weeks. Technically, we do have our small games tag in Colorado right now. Just saying. What? Well, I don't yet. I, I, don't know. Okay. I know. New Mexico. Uh, I don't have Arizona. There is no coyotes in New Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Russell. It's not where we were. Uh, I still strive for a big mule deer. Okay. Yep. Like a high country mule deer. Yeah, um, that'd be cool. Spot and stalk, something like that. I think is top of the list for me. Andy, now it's your turn. We're just talking about like a lifetime bucket list. Yeah, I, dude, I can't read into it any more than I read. Just it is what it is. What do you want to do? I think what like do a, you want? I think like a. Like it's a, not that simple. Like a premier Arizona elk hunt, like bugling, like action bugling your face. You can pick whatever bull, like you know. Maybe when we're seventy, right? <laughs> point probably, creep. Probably well, it's never. not points in. Well, yeah, it's point creep in Arizona, point I guess. But Arizona, yeah. probably never happened. But like. One of the ones like you hear four or five bulls bugle, and you got to pick which one you're going after. Type yeah. hunt. Yeah, you got three three fifties sitting out there. But I'll be honest, I don't want to pay for it. Does that make sense? I don't. You I don't. Do I don't. Yeah, 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 I want. Yeah, yeah, I want. I want to do it myself. Which you're getting fat and out of shape and ain't going to happen. But I don't want to pay a guide, not because I don't think they're worth it, don't deserve it, because they do. There's a lot of work that goes into it. But I want the self satisfaction of putting myself in that position. Selfish. Is what it is. That's a good one, though. That's a hell and of as a good time one. goes on, that's going to be harder, harder and yeah. harder to do. Yep. Yep. Uh, I mean, we've been putting in for Arizona for two years now, and we <laughs> might not ever get it. Well, you haven't. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I screwed up. For the guy who this. wants his freaking, you know. Well, I'll be honest. Wolf Hunt was probably my number one, but <laughs> since we're <laughs> doing different ones, I mean, just, there's just so many stuff. What, I want to. What about Mountain Lion? I, I don't have too big of a desire to do Mountain Lion. They scare me. So one, I think the oh, way yeah, they do. The, I mean, the best way to hunt a mountain lion would be with a dog. Right, you got to treat them. And I'm not like I have nothing against hunting with dogs, but I, I don't. Just not your my style. It's not my for style. You. Yeah, it's not. I definitely think I would enjoy it. I mean, red stag. That'd be bad. Oh, oh dude. yeah. That'd See, be... but the thing is, like all the red stags that I want to get are all up in those like high fence ones, like the freaking gnarly no, I'm ones. I'm talking about I'm talking about New Zealand red I stag. I know, honey. but still, anytime which you is see basically a high huge... fence because it's on an island, <laughs> <laughs> they Any can't touche. leave. <laughs> yeah, but you're not going to see those huge, gnarly, nasty looking ones out there in the wild like you do yeah. whenever you see them on TV or whatever. Yeah. All right, that's first question. Second well, from Brandon. Russell didn't answer. Yeah, yeah he did. Mule deer. Oh, mule. What was yours, Nate? Jesus. Coyote, coyote tour. Deep into thought? No, I'm bush like the <laughs> yeah. uh, deep. Second question from Brandon. Who inspired everyone to get into hunting? I'll, I'll, go. I, I'll go first since he's sitting in the room. Russell. And, and, Je- I, and Jeff. And, and I don't know where to go from up. there because, honestly, I, I would probably be Jeff too. Yeah. Honestly. And actually, Jeff was the first person to ever take me hunting. 
mostly because you were still pissing your pants at that great at that yeah, age, probably. Right? But I mean, I, three I think, years ago, I think <laughs> I hunted joking. a full year and never seen a deer, and it took my brother to take me to yeah. actually kill my first deer on Rogers. No, that's land. right. It was yeah. back in that corner, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And yeah. first first hunt I ever went on was a turkey hunt with Jeff. And so uh, I would say Jeff. Jeff, and then Russell definitely like fueled the fire after that. We did a lot together. And I think I went squirrel on. hunting before that, but uh, never was really successful at that. Yeah, I remember shooting a squirrel with you, and then he like as he was falling, <laughs> caught himself. <laughs> that was cool. Uh, so there's that one, Micah. How about you? So who inspired it? Uh, hold on, who inspired everyone to get into hunting? Yep, I guess. It'd probably be probably my papa, my grandpa. He, he he never he only took me hunting once, but he he was always telling he was a big hunter back in the day, and uh, he was always telling stories about his hunting trips. So that was you know awesome. Mm-hmm. But the guy that actually took me hunting for the first time, it was actually my uh, dad's really good buddy Jim LaBerge. Shout out to Jim. He actually goes elk hunting. He's a guy that I talked about. Oh, okay. did he yeah. run him? We ran into him in the parking lot. Yeah. Well, we ran into his brother. Okay. Cool. Uh, but anyways, he he took me and my brother uh, squirrel hunting for the first time, and I remember it clear to this day. Sitting underneath this big oak tree. He lives in Tennessee, and that's where we were at. Lives in Tennessee. Out there hunting. Squirrel runs up a tree. I hit it. Awesome. Yeah. Congrats. We're sitting there a little bit longer, and he's like, wait, wait. Don't move, don't move, don't move. And we, I'm like, okay, there's got to be another squirrel coming. And he's like, just slowly peek your head up and look over there. And I did it, and you, it was just like that picture-perfect white-tailed deer 20 yards away underneath this canopy, and it was just the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. And I was like, I want to do this forever. And, you know, so that's kind of where it started for me. So That's tough, honestly, because – Grew up in a family where I, I mean, as long as I remember, somebody's been been hunting. I mean, uh, at mine and Russell's grandma's. I mean, I remember being up there. Everybody, I mean, mom and dad both would would hunt. Um, I'd have if I'd pick a person, it'd probably end up being my mom. Um, just because that's who took. Shout out to your mother, Carol, by the way. Yeah, straight dude. up deer killer. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I could remember her. Um, you know, like at my grandma's house, they'd have to go down with the loader and they'd come up, you know, with the deer in the loader and hang it up and all that stuff. And it was my mom's deer that I remember, right? Mm-hmm. Then my dad has the stories of when he would always go. And it was when his younger years. I mean, because typically deer season falls in a bad time of year for a farmer, you right. know. Uh, but Selfish ass deer. Right. Yeah. Be running uh, at a different time. So my mom was the one who typically took me. Dad's, I mean, has taken me before, but dad was the one who encouraged and still does of you know you can work your entire life experience those things and i mean we go elk hunting with my dad we i turkey out with my dad um you know i think now he takes a lot more time and stop and enjoy the outdoors um when he was younger he always tells story of, of him he would skip out on farming and stuff and get in trouble by his dad and now i mean i don't say he encourages it but he allows it to yeah. where you know go have the experiences mm-hmm. work will always be there type deal so my mom would be probably the inspiration dad would be the encouragement nice pat uh actually it'd be andy uh before i met andy i hunted a couple times and we moved in together in college and 
you want to come down and go deer hunting? I'm like, I've been deer hunting like three times. I've never seen a stinking deer ever. I went with him. There's deer everywhere. It was so <laughs> easy. <laughs> the promised land. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of got me hooked. So ever since then. It only takes that yeah. one little spark. Right. That one person. I and mean, for, I mean, yeah. really, Pat, I mean, want, that's really it because he's went a couple of times. Like when we <laughs> came down and, and jacked around, I, mean, I literally was just like, Jacking around, like on the sit on the field edge. We'd in. sit on the ground, on the field edge, see a few deer here and there. But you really had that self motivation, I think, of figuring it out yourself. Right. You like you yeah. like that is the figure it out yourself. Where, I mean, some people get taken and shown. And all it takes is that one person, right? right. I mean, for like for me, I didn't start until I was a little older in life, and it was a family thing. Like it just it just happened to. Jeff just said you want to go turkey hunting, right. and that started like, "Hey, this this is this is fun." Well, really, you you took you out to see if you pass the test. He's going to shoot you if you. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you're dating huh. my you're dating my sister. <laughs> <laughs> He's thinking about her. Oh, <laughs> He's leave your ass Here's this guy dating my sister. I'm taking him out with a shotgun. See what happens. <laughs> and you know, like it's just it it sometimes it just takes that one person. So, I mean, if you're if you're wanting to get into hunting. You know, it, and it you kinda, might meet the right person. Kind of sounds like it maybe even that one property. Yeah. You know, if, the you're, right experience. if you're having a, a, a hard time, yep. you might have to go ask somebody for permission to mm-hmm. get a better spot to get that experience before yeah. you're actually into it. Yeah. And don't give a, yeah, the right experience right. makes yep. the world of difference. Yep. Brandon coming with some good questions, by the way. He's yeah. got two more. Oh, shit. Next one. Who is your top famous hunter you guys look up to? And we all have to answer someone different, I guess. Oh, I Can I go first since <clears> I don't go. want anybody to take my – If I could talk – Actually, no, no, no. Because of that, I think you need to go last. <laughs> <laughs> if I could talk to anybody today on our show, which I know it's impossible who I'm going to say, I would love to sit down and talk to Fred Bear. Oh, damn it. That's a good one. Obviously, that's not I wouldn't possible. have thought of it. That, that <laughs> no. is probably the I was thinking, ultimate. like, today's guys. To me, yeah, that would be well, the ultimate Well, and I was two, and I'm just like – and there's all kinds of them that I would – like, Jason Phelps. Damn, damn it. Shut sorry, up. Sorry, 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 sorry. Getting all the good ones. But, uh, but yeah. I think Fred Bear, but, I mean, if you look at, like, the – I don't want to say his – inspiration is not the right word, but his outlook – how he truly valued Wit, stuff. Like wisdom? Yeah, You wisdom, feel like you could just yeah. sit down next to him and get smarter. Yeah. And obviously now, I a guy I want to drink in, a cup of coffee with. Right, in, right. Not, in, not, not wisdom, but like enlightenment. Like he could explain it to you. Like don't put so much pressure on hunting to yeah. enjoy what you're doing. Right. To, you know, the the value of nature, I think, is what Fred – I mean, Fred Bear actually brought to it. Yeah. But that would be, you know, I would like maybe someday when I'm gone – I could sit down and ask him questions, mm-hmm. something like that. All right, who's next? That's why I want to go first. I didn't want to. And, and the question it. was, if you sit down and talk to any, any famous, famous, you know, quote unquote. I mean, and they don't have to be like big name or something. Anybody, honestly, but Russell's that's his question. One. I think to go back in time with Teddy Roosevelt. Ooh, Ooh that's shit. a good dude. There's some, we're getting deep here, guys. I, I mean, you're talking about the pioneer of conservation. Yeah. I mean, he started it all, really. If it wasn't for him, it, the world would look – America would look the a lot different. The conservation departments wouldn't be here. Probably. He would have no state lands, no federal lands. I mean, he started that whole process of preserving what yeah. is wild, and we're losing that every day. Yeah. They're coming for our rights. That ain't, that ain't no shit. I mean, yeah. yeah it's, without 
that generation, who knows where we would be. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Top that, guys. So say you guys <laughs> Boom. Just, you done screwed me. Yep. Uh, I'd like to go with uh, Remy Warren. Uh, yeah. Dude, I mean, I just – I like the way he hunts. I like his style. Yep. I mean, I just think that would be awesome. He's one of my favorites. It's a good one. Andy. There's so many directions I want to go. Yeah, me me too. Man, I don't know. <laughs> Pat, you got somebody? It's hard, man. There's a couple of them. Modern I'd, or I'd say old I, school? or Just to change it up and go modern, I would say <clears> – <throat> Somebody like Randy Anderson. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, he just another one that's been out there, done it, seen it, good outlook on it. I don't know. Randy Anderson, Al Morris. Al Morris, yeah. yeah. They have fun. Yeah. I mean, if you watch their videos, they're always having fun. They're enjoying what they're doing. Not a lot, It doesn't seem like there's a lot of pressure on camera anyways. I'm sure that's always is because it's a livelihood thing. But, right. Uh, you know, Al Morris, Randy Anderson. I was pissed because I could have met Al. The other day, and I yeah, was, he was, I was there at, at the that, Fox Pro he, booth, and yeah. he had just walked away, and then oh. I left, and he, I'm like, damn it. I mean, but, we talked to some cool guys, you know, on, on the show. Oh, no doubt. But I think, yeah, Randy Anderson would probably be one on the list. And I'll have, I have one more, but I'll let Pat go. Um, I'd probably say Dirk Durham. Only one I like the way he hunts because he's super laid back. He doesn't. He's out there having fun. Has right? fun. Yep. Yeah. I think that's cool. But he's also aggressive. When a when a bull bugles, he gets aggressive after it. And I have a problem being patient. So I just be <laughs> aggressive anyways. Yeah. How so. can you be mad at uh Macho Man? Right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. Yeah. Yeah. Any of the And he's funny as freaking hell. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, he makes me laugh, dude. He does. Yeah. I was going to say the born and raised guys. Yeah. Oh, I, I sure. could hunt that, with any of them, man. That, the other one I was going to say, I was going to be quiet because I, I thought it might be something to do with what Pat had to say, but the born and raised guys for elk hunting, and Russell's the one that introduced me to that series, I think, of the first year they came out and did that. Yeah. I've been hooked ever since. I think I've, I've watched the majority of them. Um, yeah, those guys just all, they, all they enjoy them. the outdoors again. I mean, it's – yeah. And they they would be guys that would star strike me if I met them. Yeah. Like, most people to me, are they're just individuals, right? They're no different than we are. But they would be – which is probably why I'm scared. To, like, even J- like Jason Phelps does that to me. I, I think he's awesome. I think he's a freaking stud. He knows – I mean, he's awesome at calling, obviously. And he, he's even said he'd come on our show, and I'm freaking nervous <laughs> because I would be starstruck, I think. You know, there's very few people that really would do that to me, but they would for sure. Michael uh, Waddell would be another one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's fun. Uh, you know, guys that we kind of know because we're from the same area. Les Johnson. Uh, oh, yeah. And now we're just saying yeah. everybody. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Har- name drop game. The Har- <laughs> Heartland Bowhunter guys. Yeah. Because, like. Those are cool dudes. Well, and we know, you know, they're from, they went to high school together. Mm-hmm. Like, they were just normal guys, and now they've made a huge name for themselves. I don't know the same backstory as, as other people in the industry, so it's just kind of cool to know that, you know, they were just guys that wanted Dude, to start filming stuff. Fred Bear, just the best answer still. Yeah, I win. <laughs> That's what right, I wanted to go next first. Question. All right, last question from Brandon. This one could be a little controversial. Number four, 
Thoughts on the meat eater selling a majority ownership stake to a group that's anti-gun? Fuck that guy. Sheesh. He just came uh, straight. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'll no, be controversial. About honest, it. honestly, the way the world's been going, I'm pushing more towards American-made. Yeah. Yeah. Products and um, standing up for ourselves. Yeah. Because nobody else is going to do it except us. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so he's not, like, anti-gun. He's anti, like, certain types of shit, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. And I don't even freaking know because I don't pay attention to stuff. Yeah, I did, honestly, it is, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, we, again, it's kind of how, how about let me say this? We'll wrap a bow on it. How about this? Uh, each and every one of us in this room believes in our right to protect ourselves and F you if you think you can tell me what I can and can't have. I'm just going to say look at you. Shall not be infringed. Yep. There ain't nothing else. So, how about that? We good? Yep. yep. All right, Brandon. Yep. Those were four good questions, man. Appreciate we're on it. to the next one. Uh, oh, what? You going to keep going? Did you want to keep saying something? <laughs> Sorry, man. Nope. You keep do it. Say what you want to go say. Because I'm trying to find where I'm at now. <laughs> Way to go. <laughs> I didn't lose a train of thought. I, I lost my picture. I'm just going to say when it comes to guns. I like guns. I like things that go bang, bang. Pew, pew, pew. Yep. Okay, here we go. Talk about it outdoors. Here's, here's his question. Killing it, guys. Congrats. Number one, I'd like to know what Thanks, you buddy. would. Thanks, man. Yeah, Alex and uh, the other guys. Uh, one, I'd like to know what you would change looking back on the last 100 episodes. Something you do different, question mark? Mm, Somebody except for Nate. Kill more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Are you talking about podcasts or are you talking about hunting? I think he's talking oh, about Oh, shit. If he's talking about hunting, then obviously we would I mean, do a lot of things. Of, tons of things that has changed. Take one step to the left and <laughs> <laughs> let her eat. Stop at the rub. <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly don't. So, okay. So let's answer it podcast-wise. I don't know that I would but change, change one thing podcast-wise. Ooh, can I go for Would have started sooner. Sure. You quit ruining the dad joke, Nate. Ooh. <coughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Let it roll. I look forward to that. Some people have good taste. I would have started it sooner. Just let him roll the intro. Started the podcast Maybe. sooner? Mm-hmm. I wish we would have started it sooner. Long time oh, ago. yeah. Absolutely. Long time ago. There's a lot of memories that we forget. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. prior to podcasts, it's not on here, yeah. that we forget about. Yep. We even talked like, way back when Dad even said, you know, because he's been going elk hunting for however many years. Long time. If he could just write down the stories, you know, because there's, there's camp stories that have nothing to do with the hunting but are hilarious or have meaning to them or, you know, there's he went with skies that have fallen in the creeks while they're taking baths, you know, or, you know, or they've lost like, all their gear. Lost <laughs> all their gear going up the mountain. I mean, just – Story after story after story, which majority of them we hear year after year after year. But anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but see, I love that. I, I, guess it never, I could, I could never honestly listen me. to them all the time. Yeah, I don't know. That is very true. Start, uh, start honestly, earlier. Yeah, I don't think I. I mean, other than maybe starting earlier, but I don't think we'd be where we're at right now if we did shit differently. Right. You know, maybe. Yeah. You know, like for instance, and honestly, I, I say this now, hoping that I'm right because. I don't know, maybe 
maybe we get big and we think we're hot shit or whatever, but I don't ever want to change. I don't ever want to stop talking to dudes just like us. Yeah, I want to talk to industry experts and, and right. you know, stars, I guess you call Quote, it. Quote, unquote, professionals. But, you know, the day I stop listening to a dude that's no different than me is the day I probably should stop this shit. Right. Once we get to that point, if we ever – which I'll quit. But, yeah. Yeah. I mean, That's let, not what we are. I like listening to – obviously, having big names on is cool. They – they're what they are because of what what mm-hmm. they've done but as we well know there are some straight up killers that are just regular folks i'll take knowledge over clout yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. there's so, some no no names out there that will put people and that don't mean shame nothing. yeah that don't mean nothing they i just, won't say his name but we've had a guest on that walked into his house and my draw my jaw dropped because to this day there's deer on his wall and turkey as well but I was like, oh, my, and he's local. Yeah. I, yeah. A local legend that you'll never know. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And he doesn't want people to know, which is perfectly fine. Yep. I have nothing, nothing against that. But it's just like, this dude knows what he's up, what's, what's going on, yep. you know? And I've also met people that look at me, look how many big deer I've killed. And you see his walls, oh, yeah, those are, those are okay. But Joe Blow down the road, you don't hold a candle to his. He ain't yep. gonna tell you about it. You can, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, all I, right, like sec- to, I like talking to the quiet ones. You learn more from them. Yeah, they're sometimes hard to get on the show though because they're quiet. Well, the ones that <laughs> not not the quiet, but the ones that that don't advertise it. Yeah. No, I get it. Uh, second question they have: What is the best thing you've got from doing these hundred episodes? Is he talking about like product or? <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to say memories. No, that's uh, yeah. Dick. I was going to say that. I know. That's yeah. Not, I mean, that's it. Knowledge. Yeah. I mean, memories. I don't. I don't think we would honestly push as hard as we do if it wasn't for the podcast. There's definitely some stuff that I would not probably. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if it was five degrees outside, I don't think I would be hunting coyotes at night. Honestly, if it wasn't for <laughs> the group of us going out, yeah, have yeah. fun. Oh yeah, I it's think I don't think what, we'd be as tight as what we were. And yeah. what the podcast has done, I think, is I don't I don't say like it's making me hunt more, but it's making me more passionate for sure about stuff. It gives me more. And when drive. I learn about something new, well, and then I try it. And we, right? we talked about this. We we'll push we a little harder about starting the podcast. Yeah, we talked about the purpose of it was to keep engaged that fire going yeah. a little longer. That that for deer season, for elk season, for those things to keep us involved in these things and it has and i'll be honest with you micah no offense dude i probably was, I, I probably seen him one time a year <laughs> i probably seen colorado him, so yeah, i would have i would have seen yeah. him during our elk trip yeah. and otherwise i that's probably it but now yeah. i see him once a week which i'm very thankful for i've become no, good friends and it's with the same him. thing with me and pat him like, his family his family was just here a while ago we're all i mean yeah it, it's it's brought us all closer like russell said and not only us three but our extended group. Yeah. And I think that's pretty cool. Same thing, like me and Pat. I've known Pat. You never would have met my buddy Calder. It's true. Uh, but until, until we started this podcast, well, honestly, going elk hunting has a lot to do with it when you, you – know, Right. But, but but then You this, started the podcast the second year I went. Right. So, in that Maybe. first year, we saw each other, what? Once or twice. Right. And, you know, now it's – and I even think I said that. I'm like, dude, that, you know, this show, I mean – 
now I call you a friend instead of just a guy that's cool right. that I know. And, you know, like me, Russell, and Micah, would we have went down to Black Widow and done a show with them ever or ever, like, went to their shop? Or nope. explore – that's another right. thing. We've explored topics farther than we'd ever, like – because not only, like, when we do a podcast, you research it a little bit farther, right? So whether it's guns, bows, whatever, you learn a little bit more. Boats and hose. Boats and hose. I did tell a funny story real quick about my buddy, my, my buddy Calder. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, – you know, we had him on the coyote hunting show, or whatever, and not too long. When we do all do tournaments, we all do them. And uh, he was doing the tournament, had a Calcutta in it, and just going down the road. And his team happened to be the last on the list that got, and no, for no reason, was one of the last ones to get auctioned off or whatever during the Calcutta. <laughs> and everybody else was going for, you know, a little lesser price. All of a sudden, somebody started bidding against him for his own team. He's like, what the hell is going on? And it kept going, kept going, kept going. Come to find out, it was a listener of the podcast, which I appreciate you, and bid him up every time. <laughs> <laughs> but he, 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 I think Brandon ended up you know, buying his own team. He's like, dude. And, and come to find out, circle around long ways, uh, he talked to the guy later on. He's like, oh, yeah, I know who you are. He's like, I didn't think anybody knew me at this tournament. And, I mean, Brandon's a good coyote hunter by all rights and means. I mean, he, Obviously. he, he kills it. But up to that point that year, he hadn't really won any local tournaments yet. He since won a few, and uh, because like, oh, I, I heard you on the podcast. You're 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 Brandon Calder, right? Yeah, you're on the podcast. So it's just kind of funny story. I mean, just kind of which is so funny because he didn't really get to talk that much in that show. He, yeah, he really didn't. We I had mean, a, a we, room. A, we, we didn't expose his knowledge as right. much as we I'd like to. We glazed over a lot in that a lot. One. Yeah, because yeah, that dude. He knows the stuff. Which we need to do some more shit with him. Yeah. But, uh, Shout out, Brandon. Yeah, what's up, buddy? Quit playing softball. Come to the dark side and hunt. Oh, it don't matter. He'll play softball, then <laughs> go kill yeah. coyotes. This guy goes to play softball, <laughs> then goes kills more coyotes than we did, and we hunted the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, moving over to Facebook now. Clint Barron, what thermals are you guys using? What's your all-time favorite caliber for coyotes or deer and deer? Oh, and where can I find 6.8 SPC ammo? <laughs> uh, okay, what thermals are we using? Russell's. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Mike is using currently. Yeah, I'm using Russell's. Uh, Andy and I both bought new thermals yep. this year. I have the Pulsar Trail 2 XQ50. Um, went with that, honestly, because it's a little bit cheaper than the XP50. And also went with it because it had good reviews. Um, rangefinder capability. It has the LRF, the rangefinder, which is is nice when we're all together. I yep. mean, at least one of us. I mean, yeah, it's nice. Without it, man, you're crippled. Well, in, in open how many, country, how many times? I mean, we just went last night because the last night for it. But there was a object out. It was an animal out there. We knew it was an animal. It was coming in. We couldn't tell what it was quite yet because of the way it was moving. It was in terraces and different things. And I was like, okay, that could have been 300 yards. It could have been 100 yards. It was 460. Mm-hmm. You know, none of us had a clue because that, that depth perception is all jacked up. But I don't know. Yep. Nuggets night vision is where I got mine. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I, that's, that, that's a nice feature. Uh, I've got a Rico, uh, IRA Rico MK1, Mark 1, uh, RL42. And uh, I freaking love that thing. Uh, mine doesn't have the rangefinder, so like if I'm not with Andy or somebody with one, I grab, I hop on my Onyx real quick, just and I'll do a line grab distance, some points, just real some quick. points of interest. Yeah. Um, and typically at night, you, you can see have that. 
Yeah. Kind of have that time frame if they're hanging up to, mm-hmm. to do that. Yeah. Well, I do it before, like, I start calling most of the time. So I'm just like, all right, that tree line, 270, that corner. And I know, okay, if they're inside that, they're Kill, within 200. They're, they killable. Die. Yeah. You know, killable. Um, but then once they get real close, like we had the other night, we had a triple come in on us, and we blasted them. And we were like, dude, man, that was like 50 yards. They were close. And then we actually put a light on it to where where we were at, and they were more like 20 yards. Yeah. I they mean, were any any closer, we would have had a hard time hitting them because they were running around on top of us. Yeah, it, it was nuts. That, I mean, that's, that's the, kind of the biggest shock when it comes to night hunting, in my opinion, is just you have no depth perception at all. And it doesn't get a whole lot better. No. I mean, like, you get used to – it's obviously, but yeah, you're never going to have depth perception, right? It, it's just going to be what it is. And yeah. time in the field is going to produce you better results. Definitely. Go, go hit those properties that you know during the daytime is such and such yardage. Hit them at night, you know. Uh, be familiarized with what yeah. properties you're hunting. Uh, sure. Russell, uh, Russell, what are you using? Yeah. So I've got an ATN. Um, Thor four. Thor 4, um, just a cheap entry model, and, of course, it is that. Um, <laughs> but to be to be fair, though, you, you were the way first one of us into it. Yeah. So, so, so originally I had an Armasite uh, Zeus. Um, that was my first. That's what I used personally. Um, as coyote season opened up, to get two guns active – I jumped on the cheapest route, which was ATN. Mm-hmm. It's kind of somewhat bit me. Budget model. <laughs> like last time we went out. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of bit me. So, um, I mean, you've had, I mean, it's I've, a few bad experiences with a it. A few bad experiences, but compared, comparatively to other brands mm-hmm. um, that I have not had issues with, that's another big deal to me. Yeah. Uh, uh, zero failures with others. True. And failures with others. Yeah. Um, it's kind of hard to yeah. make that argument. And, dude, like, the technology is is five freaking just five years moving fast. a huge difference. Um, yeah. If you're looking for a thermal, don't – in my experiences with all of us here, a 17 micron is obsolete at this point, or to a 12. Which – um, you, what's yours? It's 15? probably a 12. I think mine's a 12. Yeah, it's probably a 12. Man, I, I almost, I'm almost positive. We should probably just look this up. I'm almost positive Pulsar is still using 17. I don't know. The lower, the lower the micron, the better off you are. And they're rapidly coming out with newer things. So, like every, it seems like every couple of years are so much more advanced. They're going to get better. They're going to get cheaper. I mean, that's oh, yeah. Cheaper that's, for sure. Yeah. That's yeah. what's going to happen. Five grand, you know, Eight ten years ago, wouldn't get you crap. Ain't getting you shit now. Yeah, yeah. Pulsar uses seventeen still. I mean, okay. well, but they, they probably are using a different processor. A really, I mean, really good optic. Because yeah. what's funny is, no offense, man. So I honestly didn't pay attention much to microns. I did more the resolution. Of, resolution. Yeah, yeah. Six forty. Because like eighty four. Mine's three eighty four. Mm-hmm. My eye ray is a three eighty four too, mm-hmm. and it's a twelve micron, and just. Me personally, if I look through that and then I look through like that ATN, mm-hmm. they are totally different. That's a night and day. Like it's a night and day difference. Different. Now, if yep. you go to and that's that. six forty. No. Oh yeah, your ATN. Yeah. 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 But 
And that's that's just the difference the, in time right in, there. And the is thing, all it is. the thing that I will have to comment on that is that yours base power is four. Base mm-hmm. mag. Yeah. yeah. So where mine is like one power. Mm-hmm. So the close-up shots on mine are way easy compared mm-hmm. to your four. Well, sometimes I have a hard mine's time a three. finding mm-hmm. a close dog. If it's if I haven't already seen it coming in, right. and it's all the all if of a sudden there. If something pops up, it's gonna I, be hard I, for you. I going. will give that to the ATN. The, it's got a super low magnification. I think of one power. Same, one and, so, and same with that one I'm using yeah. of yours. It's, it's three. Yeah, it's three. But I. So at those twenty yard shots, I can roll back to one power, and I can shoot them on the run when they're right at the call or, mm-hmm. or whatever. Right. I have no issues there. That yeah. that's where that optic shines is at the lower magnification. And explain to people that like me that didn't really understand much. Like they were talking about the three eighty four, six forty. That's just like think about your TV of like for a long time. Like seven twenty was seven twenty p p was like then, the best. Then ten eighty ten eighty i. So that's basically kind of like the same concept of seven twenty p versus ten eighty i of that resolution difference. And give it give it a couple of years, and we're going to be into four K. Right. Yeah. Uh, we're already getting like into uh, LE, LED or what is it called? Uh, screens. Um, OML. OLED. OLED. But yeah, a couple of years and it's going to be a different game still. I will say this though. What's funny? You like your Pulsar. Yeah. I love my IRA. And I will say the one if I had to, if I had. Budget wasn't an option, and I, I couldn't, shouldn't say this because I've only really experienced one higher end. That oh god, I Envision Halo, yeah, it's a like, shit. <sighs> That's what Calder's but was right. got. I will give a caveat to that: changing batteries all the time. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. That's where that I rate comes into play and fills yeah. that gap. Proprietary as battery, as charges, fine focus. Yeah. Um, yeah, battery pack that lasts what six hours in extreme I've never, cold weather. I've never even come close to to uh, draining it. And yeah, it's, it's nice. And you buy another backup, and if you have a problem, then you throw the. I mean, but it, and most generally, we're only hunting till what three o'clock at the latest. Seems like most. I mean, and, yeah. and that six hour battery is I've, still I've good. Never had an issue. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, uh, I'm I'm happy with that. And I raise got. An unmatched – another thing that I love about my IRA is got an unmatched warranty. Five years, five-day guarantee. Yep. So when they get your thing, they guarantee it will be out of their possession in five days. Ship it to Texas and they'll get it back to you. Yeah. Well, what if they don't get it fixed? Get you a new one. I'll probably get you a new one. Shit. Uh, Pat, you're also in Michael's boat. Uh, you're just like, a, hey, I'm going to use whatever I got. Hey, my Net- iPad links to Andy's scope. Dude, I, yeah. So, so we can stand behind the shooters. Here's what we do it with mine just too. watch. So me, Austin, and Pat have been going quite a bit, and that's been so sweet. Is I like running the call on daytime hunting. I mean, you guys all know that. So a lot of times we'll rotate shooters. You know when we go, and we'll stand behind the shooter and watch that iPad screen kind of tuck someplace. That's just. I mean, I I, I like doing it. It's the the fun of it is going with people. Mm-hmm. No uh, doubt. And you can go with yeah. more people at night. Do I, you, know, you can get away with more people at night. It's too. easy. Oh, yeah. Well, four of us stand out in the middle of a field sitting there. And, yeah. I mean, yeah. uh, we took a uh, a neighbor of ours. We went with him and his, his daughter, which his daughter's probably, what, six, seven? I don't know. I'd how say somewhere in that 
six uh, to eight range probably. And she was our, our iPad holder, and there was literally five of us uh, out in this field, and we called in a double. And uh, mm-hmm. she she loved it, ecstatic about it. Yeah. I sent her and her dad the film off the scope, and you know they thanked us for coming out because we took care of a couple of coyotes in the other cattle cattle field. Um, cattle pasture. I don't know why I'm acting ignorant. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're four gym beams and two bush lights. We even joked. Uh, four might be the light. <laughs> it was like two weeks ago. Me and Russell and Micah went. Yeah. And you and Austin and Pat, Pat yeah. went. Oh, yeah. We even joked about, let's just roll six deep. We don't, yeah, if we wouldn't for, it was for a vehicle. And Andy's like, what, do we have to drive two trucks? I'm like, well, yeah. But see, so, and that would have been a pain in the butt just yeah. with all the gear. Yeah, because you de- it'd be nice to just have you one. could. I fit will say, we'll back. I, get, I know we, caliber. Oops, oh, sorry. We could have took one of the wife's vans. I, I should have oh, just took my wife's van. Minivan. Rolling yeah. a mini. Rolling deep. Does it got a sunroof? No. Ah. Does it have a hitch Trade back it in. so we can? What's about? What about the bourbon? Wait a minute. I was about to say he's got he, suburban. I know. <laughs> Does he got a sunroof? I don't. Uh, probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> but. Oh, that, that's part of the fun part. I will say, I know calibers a question. Yeah, what's that. your fight to all time so favorite calibers for coyotes? Sick and tired of coyotes at night running. I know. And, and do you pissed off. do you think it's lag in display, or do you I think it's shot think placement so. or Is getting hyped up? Part of it's hyped up because thermal's different. You're not used to it yet. I'm not I, used to it yet. I personally think I'm more hyped up at night because it is dark. Yeah, you can look away. And know there's coyotes right there, and you can't see them. Yep. Then part of it's shot placement, because at night in the thermals, you cannot tell exactly where you're aiming at on that coyote. Yes, you can tell you're on the shoulder, but that coyote can be folded or canted just a little bit, mm-hmm. and you can't tell that exact shot placement. I mean, and I've had coyotes I'm hitting. I can hear them because they go, Urgh! and they take off running. What was that again? <laughs> my daughter's up there sleeping. I ain't doing that again. But and they take off running for a hundred yards. I mean, more than that. Yeah. I mean, and it's just it irritates the shit out of me because I know I'm. I don't know. Well, I'm because frustrated. because James O'Neill, uh, John Collins, and Chris with the night crew all answered twenty two two fifty. That's my answer. But I've never shot a twenty two two fifty. Right. Honestly, I like my two twenty three. However, I am switching down to fifty grain bullets. Per James O'Neill, hitting his recommendation yeah. to get some more speed and hopefully some more hydro shock to him when it hits. And you guys are you guys are going to go to those six? You're going to try out the six arcs too. So so that's yeah. to be honest, it's up in the air for us. I as don't. Far the as, answer is honestly, Clint. We don't really freaking know. <laughs> yeah, like we're the all switching is, it all the time. I like guns. Yeah, yeah. we like to buy guns. I want so, a six Creed. I will say right now, my most comfortable gun in daylight is the two twenty three fifty five grain V Max. I'm going to try nighttime hunting next year with a six arc. Same. I know I'm going to have a little bit of a curve there because <laughs> that six arc is going to have a lot more drop. I'm going to have to know my dope on my rounds. Uh, but you got LRF. I got LRF. So Wait, exactly. that compensates. And you can see your stuff. You know, so different. I, I'm really excited to try that at nighttime. It's going to be my nighttime gun. I am got into a 243. Um, I'm I'm wanting to get into probably that 70 to 80 grain bullet range and try to push those up in the <coughs> mid to upper 3,000 feet per second range and see how I like that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's a hard answer. And because I, uh, I think we're all changing. I think every year we've yeah. kind of evolved. 
So without starting somewhere, you're not going to know where to, you're going to end up. Yeah. 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 223 is also I'm, cheap to shoot. I'm, yeah, Dude, and that's, that's why – It's a so freaking that's cheap why to shoot. ended up going next year. And you year. can get ammo for it right yeah, now. You can I'm get sure. them. Like, I just switched I to the 50 greens, right? Twice. Yeah. The 50 yep. greens. I bought those. They cost me like 90 cents a round. No, sorry, a dollar seven. after I shipped them. That is still a full dollar ten cheaper than the 6 arc I found. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ammo. and that's kind of why – Per shot. That's kind of why I went to 223 actually improved is because – as a hand loader, it just makes sense without yeah. jumping into two two four Valkyrie or. Um, so I, I didn't know you're actually improved on one. So I'm going. I'm going actually improved. Yeah, you got it yet. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I ordered a custom barrel, so it should be here. And so you can push some more powder out of Ackley, right? 150 foot per second, roughly. So we'll see how that goes. So I'm either going to shoot. <laughs> I'm either shooting. 50 grain V-Maxes, 50 grain Blitz Kings, or 53 grain um, the V-Max. V-Maxes. Yeah. So, nice. we'll see where that lands. Oh. And I don't know where the hell you can find 6.8 SBC ammo other than Midwest Gunworks. I will give two more websites uh, uh, him an idea. Uh, dude, don't give him. Shh. Oh, what? Stop it. Secrets. Ammo seek. No. Ammo buy. They don't work. Yes, they do. Garbage. Quit being a little bitch, Andy. Shipping's expensive. All right, thanks, Clint. <laughs> this next question or uh, series of questions is going to upset Andy, so here we go. Uh, from our friend John Ray. Uh, first question, why does it take so long to release an episode? Why it takes once me? a week. It's once a week. I don't, I, I don't know what that means. Uh, I think he's just, I think he's just messing and with this us. Is repli- this is Aaron in what, four days? Three days? Tuesday. Uh, Friday, Saturday, Friday. Sunday, Monday. Yeah, four days four from today. Days, yeah. um, we, we've been doing an episode every Tuesday for 100 straight weeks, and that's what we plan on continuing to do. Yeah. Uh, I, but, yeah, that's that's just uh, – I mean, we all got full-time jobs. We all got families. So, yep. once a week at the moment is about tops. That's what you're going to get. <laughs> Suggestions. Longer episodes and maybe bump it up to a week. Uh, so, this episode is an that's hour 33 in. he was getting mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, we're an hour and 33 in yep so I don't know how they can get a whole lot longer and there is zero chance we're going to do two a week not right now uh, right now for sure because uh, like you just said we got families full time jobs uh, I got four kids you got one one on the way Micah's got three Pat's got two kids I mean you know so when we all try to get together so when's Russell starting the second podcast <laughs> <laughs> I don't talk a whole lot <laughs> it's going to be hard <laughs> Uh, Dude, that's true. We could, do, we could do like a little spinoff, doesn't it? Uh, working class? Yeah, working class. They got what's Clint Casper yeah, files. The Clint Casper. The Russell could, files. We could have Russell. a Russell, Russell. corner. Dude, Russell rendezvous. <laughs> yeah, Don't get your hopes up. <laughs> Here's Russell's this corner. Here's this one. Russell's corner talk. Um, oh, I just want to see Andy freaking blow up. Andy should find a new source for dad jokes. <laughs> Is this the same dude? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This guy. Uh, you guys do a great job on releasing episodes relevant to whatever season it is. You guys are down to earth, guys, if you only knew, and put <laughs> on a great show. Keep up the great work. You guys are my top three picks for podcasts. So with season, when are we having Scott on? Next. Next, Next. week. Yeah, hey, there you can go. I, can I, I come? Uh, yes. The yep. turkey Whatever master. night we said it, you can come. Okay, you let me know. Uh, I got to talk to Scott at the after this weekend. He's actually this weekend, which will be the weekend of the um, second and third. Second and third. 
he is in St. Louis at a he's doing a competition. competition. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I just want to we'll listen. It'll, 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 get it. it'll be on this week. So it'll be this week sometime. So yeah. Okay. Be waiting for that. All right. I'll be waiting. Thanks, John. All right. Uh, next one, Corey Fells. John, what are your spring turkey <laughs> plans? We kind of already talked about that already. And do you guys do any fishing during the summer? I fish with my kids. That's pretty much my fishing right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Down at the pond at our house. Huh. Last time I fished was my 30th birthday. Yeah, me and Pat used to fish a lot. Seems like, seems like during the summer we get busy. Yeah. It's either planting season, mm-hmm. hay season, mm-hmm. turkey season. And it, it just gets so busy that that just kind of gets put off. Well, we, yeah. we also start doing work on our deer hunting stuff. I yeah. mean, put out minerals and different things and – I Should've. wish I would I like, like to more. I wish yeah. I fished more. I do. Yeah, it's it's a blast. <laughs> we actually, me and Pat talked about it before we started this podcast. We we're going to every Thursday go fishing, but that was also before kids, like a yeah. certain I, a couple kids. Um, I don't know. I love fishing. I really do. I truly do like fishing. On, yeah, and honestly, the best memories fishing have been at your mom and dad's lake. Um, yeah, with Places. me and Brandon, Fire. we we, hunted, we fished a couple tournaments. And just got into them. We may just have to go fish and have a fire and a podcast. Freaking Boom. deal. He did say after that, maybe I've missed it, but I haven't heard too many, too much about fishing on your show. Doug Vonberg is the main, like the main educational fishing part we had. Yeah. And then we've had some tales of the chase. chase. Yeah. With some of the fishing, yeah. You but honestly, snagging Corey, guys. Uh, snagging guys. We did, we, did guys. That, we did that with yeah. uh, Scuba Steve. Yeah. Scuba yeah. Steve. Scuba yeah. Steve did something. Um, Paddlefish would be cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Honestly, Corey, we we need to try to do more fishing stuff. When I, I say that, and then at the same time, I'm like, we might not do what we say just because. Because <laughs> we're <laughs> I mean, liars. Honestly, <laughs> the closest resource to us is going to be Lake of the Ozarks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A, a yeah. guide like yeah. Jeff Falkenberry or somebody of that nature yeah. that, that knows um, – Catfish and crappie and bass and all different and, sorts. And we're, I guess, all of us unique a little bit because we're pond fishermen. Mm-hmm. All of us. And we talked about yeah. Doug that time about, you know, how to transition from pond to lake. You know, you really just truthfully break it down into small ponds. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you Nate, you guys go down and go trout fishing, you know, quite a bit, you know, once a year type deal at least. Quite a bit um, once a year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I started saying quite Our, a bit. But his dad. My dad does. Your dad, goes, yeah. Which, actually, your dad was an episode. We had yeah, him. That's another fishing episode. That's correct. Yeah, with my dad and my uncle. We need, was, to, we we need to do more. more. We, we need to do more. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Corey, man. Appreciate you listening. Uh, David Torrey. Torrey. Any archery shoots planned? I don't know if he means our own. If he means our own, no. Uh, and I don't mean that. Uh, like, uh, I have no desire the to. The funny, funny joke behind that is my dad has threatened I know. to turn Nate's hunting spot into, into a, a 3D archery course yeah, for the last, is. like, four years. He has. And it's, uh, it makes me little, terrified every time he says it. <laughs> uh, I, ha- like, I have no desire to host of an event. No. Um, but the main the, we do want to. Go, go, over the, to go over the local ones. Yeah. yeah right, we, so we, we, try, we, we like to go to Marshall, the bud shoot, every year if we can. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yeah, the bud shoot's fun. Evolved I, Archery used to have one in Warrensburg. I don't think they do I anymore. No, my, they don't. I can tell you my favorite. Go. I like Carrollton. Carrollton's, yes, I was Carrollton's a good one. Carrollton is legit. 
Yeah, it is. Carol's got some good, good terrain Sedalia features. Sedalia was cool, honestly. Sedalia is good. Yeah, uh, Cole Camp has a good one. Cole Camp haven't been good. there. Yeah, uh, that, honestly, that might be my favorite terrain. Thoughts? I've never been there. Thoughts? So that's a good one. On the Reinhardt 100 this year. Yeah, every year I say, we oh, where's that? Oh, I'm going to do it. It's in uh, Columbia? No, it's north of Columbia somewhere. It's Macon. Moberly. It's in Macon or Moberly. It was in Moberly last year, I think. I need It's a two-day thing. Two dozen warriors. <laughs> we've also been Black threat- Eagle? we've also yes. been threatening to go to uh, TAC or whatever. Both love yeah, yeah. So I want to go. You know what's funny so is bad. we were talking. Oh, they're going to be on our show soon. So Who? Keep Hunt Wars. We were talking to the guys at Hunt Wars up in uh, at the Iowa Deer Classic. We're talking about just like networking and going to these things. You meet a lot of people. He's like, man, you meet so many people at these total archery challenges. Yeah, and you're freaking shooting your bow. No, they look awesome. I mean, and, uh, we we've been talking about them, but there was one. I mean, we would definitely feet. be out of our element, but it would be fun It'd be for sure. Fun, it'd be a blast. That's part of if the fun of it is being out yeah. of your element, right? Yeah. Because if you're in your element, you have the chance to be bored. Definitely gonna need some more arrows before we go there. I don't think my six yeah. are gonna last mo- me. <laughs> Those Ryan 120 yard shots Moberly. and stuff. Huh? Right now, 100 is Moberly. I start. I knew it started with an M. Uh, so. Those are the the ones we want to go to. We only did we even go to one last year? I went to one. They were all they were all closed down because COVID and stuff, weren't no, they? Or was that the year 20. before? I shot bud shoot last year. You shot bud. Yeah, shoot. I think we did too. Didn't did we? I did I not. Uh, I don't I got it anymore. Yeah. I remember shooting with Garen. Don't remember honestly. But I don't remember. Last year I felt like I didn't get enough actually archery shooting in. You had some. Was it last year you had all the issues? He was building last year, building a house. Yeah, we built a house yeah, last year, last so that year. took up a lot of time. And then the year before, that's when I had the bow issue. That's it. No. And then COVID, <laughs> and then COVID issue, and then yeah. Did you just break your limb? Yeah. What was that sound? <laughs> Is this my bow? No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks, man. Thanks for that question and listening. Dakota James DeShirley, would you ever do a public land challenge for just our great state? There are some absolute tanks taken every year around Phelps County where I'm at. Would I participate in one or would we host one? Once again, I will never host something. I am not an event planner. I, I would not dude, do good with that. He's a hater, dude. I like dude, I suck like, at that I stuff. Do too. I, I don't mind it. Like, do you I, realize how like much planning goes into something like that? Yeah. Yeah. A, not lot. a lot. Hey, we're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not. You're doing it. I mean, that, I think it'd be cool, but I, I don't know that I would actually organize it. I think I've said this before. Like, so I, was I, right. I feel well. I mean, just because me in general on this, but I feel guilty if I were to personally go hunt public land because I have access to private. So I feel for every time I go, taken away from somebody exactly, else, exactly, taking away an opportunity, have that opportunity. Absolutely. I, you know, I am fortunate. A lot of us are here that have some private land that we can hunt, and that public land. Um, I don't, it's, it's for the people who don't have the opportunities I have. Yeah, I yeah. can see that both ways, but it's also it's a cha- you're challenging yourself. I mean, I get what you're 100%. saying is you're take you possibly might be taken away from somebody, but I mean, if you're trying to challenge yourself and try something different, <coughs> it's not. Yeah, now yeah, I, I 100% agree. I or agree. maybe you could do something different, right? Besides, let's just say deer or turkey. Yeah. Try something a little different. Yeah. 
Yeah. I would, whether, I would whether be, be down be to like participate or squirrels. Yeah. I would love to participate or, in a public land hunt yeah. to where, you know, everybody's playing by the same rules, same type of you know, same properties are open to everybody. Yeah. Um, we go out public land hunt elk hunting every year. Right. Uh, It'd be kind of like a fishing tournament. Y'all hunt or you all fish the same lake. Do they still have that fishing tournament you and Brandon did that year? Um, and the rules change, so it's not really exactly mm. the same. So it would be fun, and I mean, the, <laughs> definitely bar. there's tanks <laughs> taken on uh, public land, that's mm-hmm. for sure. And then you know, I always hear like the debate. Uh, I was just listening to a podcast the other day about uh, private versus public. Class boat ha- that's boat right. Hunter. Yeah. Had a segment That's on one right. of their shows about kind of the, like, yes, public land's hard, but private land has its own challenges well, as well. Well, and then, like, for instance, and I'm not tooting my own horn because I'm not saying it's any harder or different, but some p- private land isn't any easier than public. Dude, I'm hunting no. 40 acres. And, tw- and not mm, even 40. I've 50. gone months without seeing a deer. Yeah. Literally. On private land. Yeah. Just yeah. because it's and private there. doesn't mean it's better deer hunting, I guess you'd say. And sometimes private's just as pressured. Hmm. You know, you could have <laughs> you could have forty hunters all around you. You know, pressuring the hell out of those deer or deer, and uh, and and, you know, that, and you would hate to blow up a public land area with forty like, dudes hunting the same area over the same weekend. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're just going to blow the shit out of it and yeah. ruin it for the guy that that's all he has. Right. Yeah. And actually, I think. Uh, Working class bow hunter. Um, I think the, his the what he says is uh, who, Kurt says it. I think he he doesn't like leaving deer for deer. Right. Yeah. So like he's he's on a piece of private. He knows there's deer there. He's hunting those deer. And, I don't want to leave deer to go find deer. And I think we build a relationship with with our deer. Certain deer. <laughs> yeah. I'm I mean. I mean, you do. I mean, you you kind of feel like hey, I'm trying to kill him type of deal i mean yeah you've got a, a hit list whereas public ground if you're going into it blind you don't have that hit list yeah. you may shoot a smaller caliber of deer than what you met necessarily want because that's what's you right in front of you because oh, you, you don't, don't know, know any better my, my know. standards definitely drop if i'm hunting public yep and, that, and that's i could yeah. see that being cool too like i mean just yeah going, it takes the pressure off of it like what, whatever you see whatever you see is yeah maybe it is what it is yeah i mean so and, and that's kind of like us going to Colorado. Whatever it is, it is. If it's legal, it's going down. I mean, you can't blame a guy for doing that. Yep. Yeah. That's the opportunity they have. They got a five-inch brown sign. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, we're not organizing anything, that's for sure. Uh, but it would be cool. Be you know what cool. sucks? That honestly, around where we live, there's not a whole lot of public ground. There's not. There is. It's flooded there's, with people. Yeah. yeah. There, There's uh, – I disagree with you. There is a lot of public ground. It's just not very big pieces. They're all small pieces. They're all yeah. small pieces, so they get filled up pretty quick. So yeah, and I still disagree with. There's a lot. I can count one compared to other two, states. Sure. I mean, three within 45 minutes of our house that are all under 300 acres. There's uh, at least four. Or five. Uh, the there's one. Is, there's one out east. The one I, I was thinking is bigger than 300 acres, but you get around the Missouri River, there's a crap ton. Yeah, but then you're driving. <laughs> I mean, you're driving a lot further when you can, you know, hunt your private that you got. So I mean, it, I actually you know, drive about further to hunt private. Yeah, yeah. You, well, yeah, you probably do you actually. Do. Yeah, you do. But once again, you do a lot of work getting that. You know what I'm work. saying? Like oh, we yeah. we work on it. So 
Anyways, good question, Dakota. Appreciate it. Uh, Corey Fells. Oh, he already asked that question. Sorry. And that's the last one. What was it? I think we went through every question and comment. I feel like we're just getting going. I know. <laughs> just getting good. Getting warmed up. Uh, man, we covered quite a bit. A lot of good questions and, and comments. Uh, I was kind of disappointed there was no shit talking. I was kind of hoping like, people would just give me a hard time or something. But Told everybody you. was too nice. Probably I sorry today. I was short a fake account at work. You should have. But I didn't have time. That should've. was one thing. You did say you were going to create an account and ask some dumb question, but you didn't do that. No, nah, that, that would have taken effort. <laughs> Not about that effort. Are you? <laughs> yeah. No more than I have to. No more than I have to. The bare minimum. What about some uh, thank yous? We're cel- you know, we're celebrating 100 episodes. There's some people to thank in there. And we kind of did that in the beginning, didn't we? Yeah. yeah, we did a few people. Oh, okay. Obviously, we thanked our wives. We thanked our buddies who, you know, supported yep. us through this. I mean, honestly, every time we get a bit of good news with this podcast, who's one of the first people I call? You know, Russ. Yeah. Uh, he's, I mean, I, it's almost like, you know, he's sharing in it. And Pat is sharing in those things. For me, Pat, Austin. Yep. Yeah. Um, so it's uh, it's pretty cool. So thanks to all our close friends and um, wives. Thanks to uh, Dan Johnson for believing in us, I guess, to start this. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a stupid freaking decision on his part. But, uh, <laughs> you know, he gave us the shot. <laughs> but was it? <laughs> uh, thanks to uh, – you know, other industry folks that have kind of supported us. There's all kinds of podcasts that we've gotten to, to know a little bit. Ohio, the O2 guys, Between the Tines, Boot Hill Hunting Camp. Bucking and Strutting. Buck and Strutting, Talk About It Outdoors, Boot Marshfield. Uh, I don't want to forget any. Oklahoma dude, Backcountry <laughs> Rookies, um, Nomadic Outdoorsman we just recently met. There's all, I mean, all kinds of James O'Neill, O'Neill Ops. We've had some awesome guests. Yep. I mean, you know, we really haven't met a turd yet in the industry. We've met one, but we ain't going to mention I it. I ain't going to say anything. <laughs> but, um, that's really it. I mean, you know, most everybody's been pretty damn cool. Yep. So we appreciate that. Uh, we just want to thank our listeners, obviously. We did that earlier, too. Yeah. All our, I mean, all our sponsors. Oh, you know? shit. Our giveaway. <laughs> We're freaking a minute 49 into this. A minute. A minute. Or an hour 49. I mean, I've been here for a minute. <laughs> uh, our our giveaway is going to be today. So yep. if you're listening to us still after rambling on for an hour and 49 minutes, uh, we're going to be dropping a video probably this evening because we three or two need to get together and record the video of our giveaways. And we're going to announce the giveaways for our 100th episode. Today. So today. make sure you need – which yeah, I mean, day. I'd like to say check, check social media after by, you se- to this. by seven, eight o'clock. We should have it posted, May, probably sooner, but uh, you know, somewhere around that time, you need to go go and look for our page. We'll try to tag you or do whatever we need to do to get your yeah, name. We'll out send there. you a message if you win too. Yeah, let you know you won. But <clears throat> remember, if you win something <clears throat> on the general giveaway, because what we're going to do is we're just going to go, you know, hey, Huntworth, get hundred dollar gift card, and we're going to draw, and whoever wins that wins it. If you are not going to use, we want our listeners to be able to use this stuff. So if you are not going to use what you won, let us know, and we will give some give to somebody else. Or, you know, 
if you know somebody that will use it, I guess give it to them. But, you know, we don't want it to get wasted. We want people to be able to utilize the stuff that we're, we're giving away. And, uh, dude, I'm telling you, the, the giveaway for the kiddos – so I think it's so awesome, all the pictures we've gotten. Yeah. We, we got more entries. That's my favorite. Well, as of, as of the time we're recording this show, we got more entries for a single turkey call for the kids than we did for the other seven items that we did for the general giveaway. Shout out and to it, Scott and Loper. it was harder to enter into that drawing than it was into the other one. Yeah. It's, so that's awesome. And we love those pictures of, you know, keeping people out doing stuff with their kids or nephews, nieces, whatever. Um, out in the outdoors, so not just with for the giveaway. Keep doing that, man. Absolutely. Keep tagging keep, us and stuff. If keep we doing. Find out like you him. don't let your kid use that call, though. You are gonna get it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, thanks to everybody for this uh, for entering. Yep. Um, all right. What are the thank yous we got? Am I missing somebody? I just don't want to miss. You know, we could not have done this on our own. Nope. People have to listen to us. People have to put up with us. Uh, I just don't want to forget nobody. I probably should have wrote some shit down. Man, I really would think we have a good listener. He uh, moved to Switzerland, actually, and he keeps on listening. And I was asking him the other day, I said, man, I said, what's what's your favorite thing about living in Switzerland now? He said, man, I, I really don't know. Our flag's a big plus. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Well played. <laughs> That's cheesy. Get it? Okay, I'll, Swiss, I'll leave the dad jokes Swiss, to you. Swiss, Swiss cheese? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know what they say? You have to explain it. It's not funny. <laughs> or you're just not very smart. <laughs> oh, like Swiss cheese. thanks to all of our awesome partners. Yep. Yeah. Sponsors. I mean, when we say it, we're, we're not lying. We could not do this show without them because the equipment we I have can't to have live my life just throwing money out the door, right? right? So, like, we have to be able to produce this. So, and I, mean, I feel like we, we there's a perception we just sit around of, a phone sitting in the middle of the table and record this, but be nice, right? But I mean, so, there's headsets, there's all kinds of equipment we've have to spend quite a bit of money on to get this up and going, and we've traveled quite a bit here lately to, and hopefully we'll continue and and do more yeah, of it, yeah, to to meet some quality. Well, guess content what? Guess providers. what we like doing? We like doing shit for our listeners and mm-hmm. for people. So like sponsoring different events around our area, we, you know, we want to keep doing this this youth deer hunt every oh, year yeah. that's going to hopefully continue to grow in our area. Um, so I'm going to list our freaking sponsors and, and give them a huge shout Rattle out. Rattle them off. Huntworth Gear, Alps Outdoors, Zamberland Boots, Habitat Works, uh, Midwest Gun Works, Cutty Back, Trail Cams, River's Edge Tree Stands, Lucky Buck, and uh, Black Ovis and Camo Fire. Yep. Appreciate it. Appreciate what you guys have done as far as partnering with us and sponsoring us. Um, thank you to you guys too. All right. Am I missing? I just don't want to miss anybody. If we did miss you, we didn't do it on purpose. I didn't do a very good job planning, so I didn't write stuff down. Uh, the Dr. Peppers got to him. <laughs> <laughs> you know one person I don't want to thank? TikTok. They deleted I your enjoy, shit after 15 minutes. I enjoy minutes. making some cool videos every once in a while. I don't want to say they're cool, but some fun videos, putting some music to some hunting shit. And I tell you what, one, I, I just put, I had one, it went to Facebook and Instagram. There's not one thing that violates it, and they took it down within five minutes. All it is is coyotes running into a call. <laughs> they're not even getting shot. They didn't get shot. 
Well, There's no harm to uh, the idea. I mean, not on camera, but right. that I posted. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm a little upset at them. But it's the easiest platform for me to, I mean, for, to, to, to make put the videos, videos together. Yeah. See, that's why I just save it and then put it on our freaking Instagram. I do, yeah. That's why, honestly, a lot of times I do is I, I create it so it's only private, you know, that only I can see my video, and then I post it to Instagram and Facebook. I got some more thank yous. Oh, jeez. Hey, I don't want to miss people, man. We're, no, I get it. Um, Movets Outdoors, <laughs> our buddies oh, Tony no and yep. uh, Tim. Tim. Uh, they've been awesome supporters of, our, supporters of ours. Scott freaking Wilper. Huge. Jeff, my buddy Jeff, he's been a huge. Yep. By which is far, Jeff's, Scott's by, brother. By far one of our favorite guests. Yeah. Thanks to them. Thanks to Jeff. Jeff is a great friend of mine. Dusty, another friend of mine. Um Another great – I mean, we a lot of support. Jimmy, Brian, other friends of ours. I, you know, I, they've just been Nate, big supporters Nate, of ours. Nate. What? You might want to cool it a little bit. Yeah? People know you ain't got that many friends. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, person who puts up with me? How about that? Uh, our bear guest. Our bear episode. Yeah. She was our first official F-bomb <laughs> on our show. Thanks for being that. I think there's been a few since then. <laughs> Uh, just, you know, just all kinds of cool shit, guys. I mean, I'm just going back through our shows, kind of reminiscing as we're getting, so I don't forget somebody. All the elk people that we've talked to in the Missouri, the elk lottery winners. Oh, yeah. That was fun as hell. Maybe I won't forget to put in for the tag this year. It's up in May, I believe. Don't forget Colorado, either. Oh, Colorado's coming up quick. I'm going to forget that. Yeah, it's our, yeah. the 5th. Our buddy, Kenzie Thorpe. Yep. Came on our show. We haven't show. talked to him for a while. We need to. Yeah, we do. We See what's catch going up on with him. old Kenzie. Greg Gleisinger, man, he's been awesome. Mm-hmm. I think we said that before. Ted Bright, he's been a returning guest several times. Now I'm just like running through our shit, just kind of reminiscing, honestly. Is he going to cry? I feel like he might. <laughs> I just not, love I'm everybody so much. <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> These Dr. Peppers are really <laughs> got me. <laughs> they got me emotional. <laughs> I don't know. I guess we could. Uh... Oh, Joe Rob, Tales of the Chase. Remember that one? He took down that giant in Missouri. Shut his oh, yeah. dick off. <laughs> 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 oh, that was great, man. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Forgot Ty Easley with Heartland Bowhunter. Oh, yeah. He's a great guy. Hope you're feeling better, Ty, by the way. He's been dealing he with is. some, he's been, some uh, stuff. He is. He's been out there shed hunting. Good. He's killing it. As always. Oh, man, that's funny. Shot him in the dick. <laughs> Shot him in the dick. Dan, uh, Nomadic Outdoors. Yeah. The, oh, the 573 is another podcast we uh, yep. forgot to mention. Uh, they're awesome. Actually, there's a freaking shit ton of awesome Missouri-based podcasts, honestly. There really is. Uh, For, Forging in the Outdoors is a new one that I kind of started watching or listening to. So, I want to know who... You guys want to talk to you next? Next. Uh, Scott Wilper. Who, who, who's <laughs> your guys that you want to be on the are show? You, are unicorns? Yeah. Who's your unicorns? Ooh. Let's Ooh, hear them. Let me just bust my list out. Let's, let's hear them. For my own personal reasons or for the show? I don't care. It doesn't matter. Yes. It, if, if you strive to talk to somebody that's, that's willing to talk to you, let's hear it. I already said Jason Phelps. Okay. That's one we would like to do. Sure. I'd like to get Michael Waddell. 
Tim Wells. I I would try to get uh, – I've been trying to get Michael, but it's hard to do. Yeah. I think uh, the born and raised guys, I think would be oh, awesome dude, to talk that'd to. Be, that'd, that'd, be, shit. that'd be for my own personal <laughs> selfish reasons, but I mean that, yeah, I'd love to sit down and just pick their brain and just, if you've watched their stuff, I think just sitting around like this and BSing with them would be so much fun. Oh yeah. Um, who now, would you, who now, would now you like to hear? Yeah. Russell on the show. Randy who who would you like to sit in on a podcast with? Born and raised would be hard to be. You know, I mean, honestly, but that's. You fat. I mean, it would be hard to be. I don't know. <laughs> what about like Randy it, Newberg? Man? It kind of goes back cool. to the same. I, if Randy Newberg, idea. I would like to go elk hunting with simply because you're not going to hunt elk. You're going to shoot grouse. <laughs> 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 Mike and I got to. I got to hunt grouse and Mike got to watch me. I got it's to point him out. It's a blast, but you it's will, really, you will it's really fun. You <laughs> destroy heroes. Yeah, it's really fun when you shoot rocks. <laughs> Pretty sure we told that story on here. Uh, I think we did. I would I'd really like. like I would really like to talk to some more thermal guys. Yeah. To be quite honest, yep. That technology is ever changing, and finding somebody that's up on that. Yeah. Um, I'd like to I do more uh, tales of the chase with, uh, obviously. Um, industry people would be cool, but then regular people, mm-hmm. you know, like that's I like listening to regular people and their and their success stories. So uh, that'd be cool. And we've got some kind of lined up, I guess you'd call it. Some long, for me, some maybe some long range shooters. Oh, that'd be good, dude. Just some like I don't know. Now that I got that Creedmoor a six five or whatever, yeah. Like my goal. The, one of the only reasons I, I mean I have a few reasons why I went with that caliber but one of the main ones is I want a thousand yard gun like I want to take a gun out to a thousand yards likewise just, yeah it's finding the terrain around here that's yeah. hard to right. get a thousand I got, yards I got a spot that we can go and we can get up to 1200 it's two hour drive but <laughs> we can do it it'd be worth a two hour drive I got I, I got I a show I want. mom and dad's lake dam I think we, if I think we, we ever find a that. calm day, because we were going to try that one day, but I think we can get a calm day, go to the top of the I, – I think we can push it. Get out there. Mm-hmm. I got a show that I really would like to do. Hear me out. Tales of the Chase. We've talked about having the guys with Heartland Bowhunter on again, Michael and Sean. Mm-hmm. Tales of the Chase, Michael's freaking bear story. Oh, the grizzly? Yeah. That would be pretty sweet. To hear that story. Yeah. And I don't know if anybody knows what we're talking about, but the video that they've had out for quite a while now at this I point. I think it was yeah. two seasons ago. Yeah. When he shoots a freaking bear at like 20, what? I don't know, 20, no, it was 40 a lot closer than that. I don't know. It was a freaking huge ass grizzly bear right in front of you that he shoots with a bow. I mean, nope. <laughs> yeah. Pat's like, I'm out. <laughs> I'm done. No. Do you guys have any interest in reloading or firearms training, like defensive type tactical stuff? Maybe reloading would be a good one. I I would like reloading. I'm really contemplating if I can figure out time wise. I think I'm. I want to try to start doing just because I I don't. I can't fi- I can't find the accessibility to which I know primers and all kinds of crap <laughs> right now is hard anyway but 
find the rounds that I'm wanting to shoot coyotes with. Yeah, especially like your six arc. Yeah. Most factory loads are 103s, 105s, 108s. Mm-hmm. If you could knock that down to get into the 70s, stuff, yeah. 87s. Like, a nine, like 95 or yeah. something like that. I mean, Yeah, looking at you. Yeah, I know. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. I mean. <clears throat> actually, I actually texted someone today, and or I think it was yesterday, today or yesterday, and uh, asked them about. They have a friend. He's been telling me, I got a friend. He, he's got all this reloading equipment. Thought he'd do it. He spent some good money on it, but now he doesn't do it once he get out of it. So I sent a text today just to. What's, what's his number? Huh? What's oh, his I number? can. I'll give it to you. I don't <laughs> care. I'll, but uh, see, you know, if truly he's getting out of it and what he wants, what's for it to. Yeah. I, I like to dabble. You you will spend a lot of time in it. I will tell yeah. you that. And you will not save. Any money. Because <laughs> <laughs> no you're, you're going to try so many things that it's going to be You okay. will end up shooting twice as more than what you typically do now. Yeah. Uh, but the caveat to that is shooting more, you're going to be a better shooter better shot. in theory. Um, Russell so said in, in theory. theory. In, in theory. We've all had our. What's one thing everybody would like to get better at skill-wise? Hunting in my, general, my being thing. Like to get better. <laughs> it's not. It's not. No. Well, think you could wear high heels, or would those sink in the mud? I'd, I'd, I'd look. Let <laughs> me get him some of them inserts, like boot inserts there or whatever. You go. I don't think that's gonna make you any taller. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the boot inserts. Actually, like legitimately make you taller. What's one, some platform boots? One thing we want to get better at hunting. Skill wise, like what's one skill you'd like to hone a little more? You start calm under pressure. Me. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Ooh, I want one. to learn the art of the running shot for coyotes. Distance, yeah. I think, is that's the biggest key. Yeah. I mean, I just want, want to learn. <laughs> I that. got my answer. A lot of the old this. guys would run 220 Swift. Yep. Back in the day. The art put of it, the countdown. Put it on their nose. And <laughs> 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 uh, no, not that. For Micah, that's I'd like it. to learn how to shave that half second off wool. on a bull elk. Oh jeez! See, I told you he'd love it. No, I, I, I don't know. Uh, it have to be elk related for me. So I, I want to. You, you've kill. got more missed opportunities elk hunting than than you did whitetail hunting by this time. Or, yeah, or coyote hunting. I mean, maybe. I yeah, I don't know. I, it's just we I haven't. Know, we just me, haven't yeah. quite figured. Here, here it, out it is yet. for me. Here it is for me personally. I should have been way ahead of the average. I should have killed an elk my first or second year. I can't remember where I had that opportunity. And a really good one. And then this last year, I don't know how I could have been any closer to killing one. And I still haven't got it done. So now I'm just... I mean, I can't remember how many years I'll be into it now. You're still ahead of the 10%. Right now. So far. (laughs) But I haven't killed nothing yet, and so I don't want to be the dude that's 10 years in. I feel like I should be 50% on elk. Honestly, if you rolled in there with the experience and the knowledge of a guy that's been doing it for 20 years, yeah, sure, you can have 50%. No problem. Yeah. It's just gaining that experience in the field. But by the time you're 40 years old or 50 years old, you can't do it no more. You can't do it no more. Yeah, and it's – it's one of them deals. Raj is still doing it. Hell yeah, How old he is. Raj? That's true. Sixty-five. Yeah, he's old as shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of them deals that 
Still kicking that mound. I, I hope that I don't look I, – I, you know, you don't look back and go, man, you had opportunities and you effed them up. And every year I go back, I feel like I've learned what I needed to learn to get it, it done. It has to be a learning experience. And then it doesn't happen. If you walked in there and killed an elk every year, it wouldn't be no fun. Well, Dude, can Pat you does it every damn year and he's fine. <laughs> well, could you imagine? Yeah. The first year I went, I walked up that trail and I had that six by six come. If I'd have stuck that, I mean, Russell knows exactly what I'm talking about. I had the experience that I, I've messed up a chip shot, the definition of a chip shot but on a yards. large bull, 30 yards to the dot. And I've, Jacked up, I shot my 40-yard pin. The elk ducked the arrow. Russell found the arrow stuck in a tree. I didn't even touch him. Mm-hmm. If I would have killed that bull that first year, nothing would have ever meant the same. Shit, I, I, you know what I mean? I, yes, I wish I would have. Like, it's a regret. You, you might have hung it up. I mean, you never know. It was hard it's just like, oh, that was, that was so easy. Right. Why See, for me, it would back. be the exact opposite. I'd be playing with house money after that year and not have no pressure on myself Yeah, but you, would, you wouldn't understand that concept. If you haven't been right. – I don't you understand If you pressure. hadn't had the struggles, yeah. you wouldn't know what it is to have, have that success. success. Uh, I don't want to struggle. I mean, I I've had – I just want to kill a freaking elk. I've had my fair point. share of fuck-ups right. to, get, to get success. Mm-hmm. And I still don't feel like I – Fully figured it out. I haven't figured right. it out. Yeah, every that, year's different. That, yeah. And I think that's why I went to elk because you feel like every year you go, you're ready, mm-hmm. and then you get into it, and you're like, <laughs> "Crap, shit!" Even even the year that I killed, I was not ready. I was the last one to leave camp. I was nervous as shit because the year before I had yeah. fucked everything up. <laughs> it was a rough year. Literally everything. Yeah, and I had jitters about going up and fucking it up again and it just so happened that i was ready for whatever was put in front of me yep and you know i mean everything happens for a reason so you know i mean like pat do you regret killing an elk the first day you ever went elk hunting no and (laughs) that's what i'm talking about killing an elk i mean because no i mean i don't mean this offensively at all but pat killed a cow right i had a monster bull and i'm talking in my mind, whether it was or wasn't my mind, that thing was a monster standing in front of me. If I had killed him, that would have simplified one of the hardest things I've done in my life. And it, it never gave me the same respect for it. What year was that? Into Two, it? Oh, first year. First year? The okay. very first year I ever went elk hunting, on day three, I had a 6x6, six six, 350-plus bull within 30 yards. And screwed and it I, up. And we've seen that caliber of bull many of times since and haven't been able to capitalize on that. Mm-hmm. Actually, honestly, to this day, that's the biggest bull I've ever seen. Biggest well, one? Year was even, even compared to those four that I called in? Okay, that that last one that you called in. Because me and you seen both have both seen that mm-hmm. same group. That group was – That last one was bigger. Astronomically impressive. That, that last bull was what bigger. What the hell did you just say? Astronomically impressive. It, it, Astronomically. It was the, it, if you were not sitting there, you, that was you, the don't, coolest experience you do not had. understand the magnitude of each bull coming up one at a time. And progressive. Smallest order. to biggest. Yeah. And shooting the biggest elk out of the herd. And what's crazy, yeah, Russell got an arrow in one of them, unfortunately. I mean, fortunately, but unfortunately, we unfortunately. not recovered. I got on the other side of the mountain about three days before – 
me and my dad seen the same group, and they did the same thing. They came up in size order from large, smallest to largest. Yeah, and you're correct. Seeing that it, was wow. Yeah, it's worth the trip. Mm-hmm. I will say this. I mean, I can see this. You know, you're talking about you don't appreciate what it is. You know, I have a I I think all four of you know me but enough now that I can be emotional. Like I have a no. streak in me. No way. <laughs> I have a feeling the first elk I ever kill, I'll cry my ass off. I, I'm pretty sure of it. Because those moments where I did screw up will come rushing back. You know, when me and Micah, when you and I were together and it just didn't work. And then again last year when we were together, it didn't work. It, All that will probably come rushing back. You and haven't. It's over. To me, you haven't paid your dues. Well, I feel like I I I don't I disagree with that. I don't I don't I don't. Okay. I don't. <laughs> it takes if you just walk up in there and kill a bull, walk out like, well, that's fucking easy. That's what Okay, but well, what's but, next? Okay, I guess but, that, that's but, what I was getting. I'm 6 years in now. Yeah, he's 6 years in. I'm 5 years in. Yeah, but that's not fighting, paying, dude. Fighting 10% average? 8 yeah, I want to be above average. I don't want to be the dude that, well, well I've just got right at average. Yeah, I but did if, it after eight years. Yeah. If you don't earn it, you don't appreciate it as much. Okay, but I feel like that, that's what I was I getting at like about if I would have shot that first one. That, that's, yeah, that's what I you, mean. You wouldn't have appreciated that as much as if you've put in hundreds of miles if you earn if that. you would have shot that, you know, Nate had some opportunities and Micah both had of those some of those first ones. Whenever it does happen, now I believe it will happen for each of us at some point in time. We won't appreciate it as much. Like I understand what you're saying. I'd rather just have three bulls hanging on my wall. It it doesn't <laughs> wouldn't we all? I it mean, doesn't until you shoot one, you won't I'm gonna cry because I have it. to pack my fat ass off that mountain with that meat on it. And maybe that's maybe that's coming from a perspective of you guys haven't killed anything, and I have. Yeah. Maybe that's a selfish way to look at it. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I know mine, mine was a cow, and it was three hours into my very first day ever elk hunting. Bitch. But so also, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I, sorry. I had zero expectations, none, zero. That was the calmest I've ever been drawing a bow back. Ever in my entire life, I shake more jaw back on whitetail than I did on that cow, and I think it's simply because I had no expectations. Because you guys you, listen, you, listen, you're all stories of seeing them maybe, but never having an opportunity, or going a few days and never seeing anything or hearing anything. You can't put that much pressure on yourself. Right. To be successful. If you're not enjoying the journey, whether that journey is successful or not. Goes back to the Fred Bear that Nate brought up, of, of that whole perspective of it. Yeah, it's it's we're getting awfully deep. Yeah. Real deep. Getting <laughs> <laughs> real deep over here. But I mean, yeah, I got first day, but I missed one other day. He's fired. Fired. What? Started party again. Light it up. (laughs) Getting too screwed. Not killing elk. (laughs) You know what I know? I know. Nate's old. He's playing G (laughs) six. 
What is the saying every dog has today? Yeah. It's coming. It's coming. You just don't know when. Oh, I got another right. one for you. Do not play who let the dogs out. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> You just guys keep talking. I'm gonna get it. What was your question? I totally forgot. <laughs> I don't fucking know. I don't remember. Or was it Andy's question? It was one skill. Oh, mine would be calling with a with the diaphragm. Call, Every dog turkey, has his day. Elk. Just just learning. I can mastering that in. I can diaphragm. make sounds, but make them consistently. Someone cut him off on Dr Pepper. Yeah. Just listen, Johnny Cash. Hell down. You can run. You can keep running for a long time. Most likely you will. Maybe he'll actually shoot something this year. Sooner or later, Nate's going to cut you down. <laughs> mm. I think, how we're about, what, two and a half hours in this bad boy? Yep, 2.15. We should probably wrap this bad thing up. I didn't realize we were going to do the five-hour marathon. No, we're not doing that. I think we could if you wanted what to. what I'm going to do right there. I mean, if we had another Cut day them elk down. Thermal season, we could just roll right into it. I know. Yeah. Honestly, I think thermal season is done. I mean, it is done. It <laughs> is. From our perspective, it's of, closed. Of pushing them, <laughs> it is literally done. Pushing them hard. Yeah. I think they are done. I think next year it's going to be, each year from now, it's going to pro- progressively get different. harder. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Pretty soon, thermal seasons, just like turkey, just like elk, in the pressured areas, they quit calling, they quit talking back. Coyotes are going to be the same here pretty soon. You won't get them to howl as much. That's uh, no doubt. I think you're just going to have to push find their close. find their den, push in close, in. Fired. Done. <laughs> I think you're going to have to sit on a den. Like if you got a farmer that's got mm-hmm. coyote issues, you're going to have to sit that den. You're going to have to get wait tight. for them to come out, and then make your move. And pretty um, soon MDC will make that illegal. Oh, probably. Sitting on a den? Yeah. No way. Jesus. Uh, they won't do that for coyotes. You know what I'll say Take to NBC if they say that? Get me <laughs> <laughs> All right. We need to be done. Yeah. We need to be done. It's over. He's three Dr. Peppers deep and fucked up. <laughs> I'm all hopped up on Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> I told that teacher lady. <laughs> Sis, you, Red, Sis, white, and blue is the only the colors I need. <laughs> How'd you get a two cougar in the car? <laughs> I trapped it. Anything else? Nope. Nope. Let's wrap it up. Micah, Andy, congratulations on 100. Yeah, hey, good bud. job, bud. Thanks for coming, Russell. Yep. Pat, Patrick. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Until next time, Micah, take us out. What? You're listening. Just say goodbye. <laughs> you're listening to the Missouri Woods and Water Podcast. <laughs> no, you're not listening anymore. It's <laughs> over. <laughs> We're we'll go with it. We're That's done. not what your mama said last <laughs> night, Trebek. <laughs> See you guys later. See ya.